7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Now with 100% more garages. That's right. They started <laughs> building it today. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Happy Friday. Uh, of course, we're broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Radio for humans. And um, we're, we had a little bit of a technical kerfuffle trying to get rain on the call. But joining us right now, of course, from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the one and only Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania. I said Scranton twice. You did. I did. Why not? I don't know. I'm just so giddy and excited and stupid right now because the garage <laughs> is finally being built. <laughs> Well, it's infrastructure week, right? Yeah, it's his infrastructure week. Uh, so, <laughs> best one, best one ever, really. Uh, and of course, uh, Tim Carmel also in Scranton, Pennsylvania, right now. Uh, uh, and uh, welcome back to the show, Tim. I'm so glad you could join us again. Thank you, thank you. Here till tomorrow. <laughs> Excellent, fantabulous. And last but most certainly not least, we got her on the line. A small victory for for Infrastructure Week. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome to this show. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, Rain. She's hey, back. Rain. The, we're putting the band back together. Damn. So, uh, we, have, we have a garage for the band. Yeah, we we do. We do. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome, welcome everybody. Uh, this is going to be a fun show tonight because I, I realized I looked at all the audio clips I have. Basically, I have just audio clips of a whole bunch of people saying really stupid shit, and it's kind of awesome, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I mean, because everything is just like people just fucking putting their foot in their mouths or just being you know just just that's pretty much it it's like the you know you know open mouth insert foot episode of turn up the night tonight. so what you're saying is you just strung together a bunch of white house presses right <laughs> well i should have i should have done that but uh but no uh but i like the idea i like i like i like the way you think joe uh so <laughs> Before we start the show, though, I want to bring up something that happened to me yesterday that really freaked me out. Uh, I made a post on Facebook about it, but basically what happened is I was out on a, a break. I was outside at work on a break, talking to one of my buddies, and um, my phone rings, and it's a Columbus number. And I'm like, okay. It's not exactly Columbus. It was somewhere. It was in the 614 area code, but it said some other city i don't remember exactly what it said um but and this guy on the other line he's like hey is this kenny i'm like 
well, first of all, most people who know me just call me Ken, or if they, if they're trying to get in contact with me, they'll ask for Ken because I go by Ken. Kenny Pick is just you know kind of a nickname. I don't care if anybody calls me Kenny; it doesn't matter. But I go by Ken, like my credit cards say Ken, you know, or Kenneth, whatever. So the logical conclusion is you call me. Somebody would call me and call me Ken or Kenneth. So this guy calls and says, "Hey, is this Kenny?" Uh, yeah, I was reading this classified ad here in Columbus, and it says you need help with your, I don't know if he said talk show or radio show. I think he said radio show. And and I was like, um, no, I didn't take out any ads for anything. I don't need help. Rain, you've seen me operate. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. So, you know. Um, and, well, wait, and, wait a minute. We, we all need help. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I, I could always use help, but I'm not running ads to pay somebody to help me. You know, I mean, that's nonsense. So I said, and, yeah, and I said, if that were the case, Kenny, I'd be like, dude, where's my five dollars? I know, I know, where's my five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, so so I'm talking to this dude, and I'm like, no, I, I've never run an ad in a classified in really in my adult life. I ran class, classified ads to sell bike parts and stuff when I was a kid in the Youngstown area. But you know, he's he's like, uh, he's like, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at this ad right here, and, and you know, and I was freaked out. So I should have asked them more information, but I was like, no, that's not an ad that I ran. I don't know what you're talking about, um, you know. Uh, but I appreciate you calling, or I don't even know what I said. And he's like, oh, what kind of what kind of radio show do you do? And I said, I, look, I didn't run the ad. I don't know you. I appreciate your interest, but I'm really not comfortable giving you any other information than you already have. And I yeah. said, and I said, thank you, goodbye. And so I did a reverse look up on the number. It looks like it's a Google number or a Skype number. It's not a real cell phone or landline. And um, and, and and basically, what I think happened is that he somehow there's some kind of phishing scam going on. The guy probably wasn't even in Ohio. He, he you can buy a Skype phone number with any area code i bought one with a 330 area code which is not a cleveland area code i could have bought one with any area code i wanted in the country i just chose to you know do one that made sense 330 has a nice ring to it too so i uh so so i figure what he did is he probably looked up kennypick.com um and you have to register you have to have like public information on there Right, right. for for your websites which sucks because people can get your phone number and your address and stuff like that right right um, well, actually you can do a private registration right, and right. it's it's registered under a third party oh yeah, private company you have to pay extra for that. yeah it's about five bucks a year yeah. well i'm i'm probably going to do that if i can when we change the network over but i think that's what happened i think because I, I was all worked up and i was all freaked out and of course my asshole friend at, at work he's like he's like you know who can get anybody's phone number in the whole country uh you know anytime they want right and i, I, I was like who he said the president <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. If it was you, Trump, hey, Trump, fuck you. Yeah, fucking get call off your cult. Um, 
so anyway, I just wanted to mention that real quick because I was all freaked out and it was weird. Um, because I've never given outside of that, I've never given out my phone number. I think my old business cards have my phone number on it, but I shit, those things are all rotten in a box somewhere. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, th- thanks, Vista Print, <laughs> for stuff. Right. <laughs> Takes Go up space. Vista. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, uh, yeah, uh, well, let's start, I guess, with uh, uh, Donnie Dipshit's tweet the other day about um uh, and of course uh, well wishes to everybody enduring uh the hurricane right now what what is this one irma is that what this one is florence or no huh florence 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 really um, let's not call it slow seriously no there ain't um, no tampon in this world can absorb that water uh no <laughs> But there's a douchebag. There's Thank a. You, Tim. I'll, I'll give it to. I'll give it to you. Um, but uh, there is a douchebag large enough to contain all that water. So, um, suck it up, cupcake. Suck it up, cupcake. Right. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Uh, for. <laughs> uh, oh come on! Where's my cupcake? Oh, you got to be kidding! Oh, maybe cupcakes one word. That's it. Damn it, Sarah Palin. What are you? Suck it up, cupcake! No, you. So so Trump tweeted out the other day that, you know, it was a Democratic conspiracy that uh, nearly 3,000 lives lost. Uh, you know, the, the study, the, the George Washington University study about the, the death toll in Puerto Rico. Because, you know... Unfortunately, um, Trump is dumb enough to believe that the only people who die because of hurricanes are people who die like, boom, hurricane just punched you and you're dead. You know, I mean, that's that's not how it works, you know, and we all understand it. I don't have to explain it to everybody, but he decided to be, you know, just throw a temper tantrum and, uh, you know, because everyone, the attention wasn't on him. Well, yeah, and he, in well, that's the thing, and he had to make this tre- huge, just tremendous loss of life. He had to make it all about himself. Of course, you know they're being mean to me. <laughs> well, you know what? Why don't you go visit some of the graves? Why don't you go look at the the you know all the tennis shoes of of people who died? You know the I mean he can't he can't even visit the graves of people in Puerto Rico because they were buried in mass graves. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, there there are some people who are fortunate enough to to not be, but you know, but this is this is what yeah. he said. This is what he said: three thousand people did not die in two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico. When I left the island after the storm oh. had hit, they had somewhere or anywhere from six to eighteen deaths. As time went on went by, it did not go up by much. Then, yeah. a long time later, they started to report really large numbers, like 3,000. Then he continued, this was done by the Democrats in order to make me look as bad as possible. Now, th- you don't need Democrats helping you to do that. <laughs> when I was successfully raising billions of dollars to help rebuild Puerto Rico, successfully raising billions of dollars? Really? Really? Where really? did you raise? So where did part- where did you raise the money from? Go ahead, Ray. He wasn't raising Re- anything. He wasn't raising no. anything. He was getting refunds on NDAs. Right. Thank you. Yeah. 
successfully raising money like it's a fucking telethon? He couldn't raise a roof on a dollhouse. Um, He can't even raise his penis. I'll see. Sure. Don't save penis in this house! You sure can't. Let me me just finish the tweet real quick. Uh, And it says, "If, if, if a person died for any reason like old age, just add them onto the list. Bad politics. I love Puerto Rico. Really? After you said all that shit and you disrespected the dead? <laughs> I love Puerto Rico. Fuck you. Fuck right. you. Hey, Trump. First Fuck of all. Fuck you. Can, all right, Tim. Throw some paper towels. <laughs> well, yeah, Thank really. You. But, Tim, you, you uh, said you want... Let go, let go first. Go. First Joe? of all, there is no list. Okay, begin with. That's not how they calculated the 3,000 dead. Exactly. They calculated it by using an algorithm. Yeah. That compares north. You there, Joe? To the six month okay. period following. Yeah. Following the, uh, the hurricane. And they extrapolate from that figure the approximate aberration yeah. of the number. There was no list. Like, no. you know, like Molly didn't die, so we added her to the list and they don't look bad. Yeah, well, there's there's two things to this. The 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 number that that number that's closer to, it wasn't quite three thousand, but that two thousand seven. Anyway, the three thousand number. Let's go. With, let's say three thousand. Two thousand nine hundred seventy-five right? was the that was the number. number. Was it was George Washington University that came up with it? Yes. Yes. Like 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 you said through algorithms and everything, and the Puerto Rican government adopted that as. Yeah, this is the death. But but but, I, but uh, Rain, you know algorithms come from Democrats. Uh, yes, <laughs> and yeah, math obviously. has a liberal bias. But, <laughs> but if 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 we were to go back like six months ago, I believe it was. I can't remember. I always get Harvard and Yale confused because I'm not yeah. smart. But w- one of those two universities, and I believe it was Harvard. It was it was them that said it was probably over four thousand people that died. Yeah, that's true. I remember reading that. Yeah. So they and went so with he's, the... he's busy bitching, oh, well, the Democrats made up 3,000. I can't even believe that he's doing this because it makes him look like, okay, it makes him look like a lot of things. <laughs> right. but, a big, but, dumb hunk of you know, shit. Well, right. there's that, but there's, there's something else. And I read this in a tweet, and I, I really did. I looked into it, and it's mm. the God's honest truth. Um. Holocaust deniers don't oh, say yeah. they don't say that nobody died in the Holocaust. Their way of being a denier is saying not that many people died as the official count. So it's not that important. And so what Trump did by saying it really wasn't 3,000 people is no different than a Holocaust denier. No, not at all. That's a great mm-hmm. point. That's, That's a great point. Yep. Well, you know the company he keeps. So, well, I have... Can I tell my story right quick? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, go ahead. That's right. So yesterday, we had had a friend came up on Wednesday from D.C. and stayed with us a couple of nights at the cabin. One of our best friends. And, you know, I I marinate in all this politics stuff. He doesn't. I always tell him what's going on. He gets his his political news by, like, you know, watching the Today Show. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. And so... So we get up yesterday morning, we're having our coffee, we're all sitting around the living room, the TV's on, I'm looking on my phone at Twitter and Facebook, and I looked up and I said, Trump just said, 
that the 3,000 who died in Puerto Rico is because the Democrats are lying. And literally, he, he his jaw dropped and he put his coffee down and was like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Unfucking believable Wow. Wow. You know, and... I, I, and, and, you know, you've got people in Florida, you know, Rick Scott and I forget who else, uh, a couple other GOPers who were Trump loyalists going, no, 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 oh, no, 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 because they are terrified of losing the vote because guess what? A lot of people uh, uh, came into the country from Puerto Rico and are living in Florida right now and are U.S. citizens. Americans came to the mainland. I, I just want to, they came oh. into the country. Puerto Rico is part of the country. And I, I know what you met, Ken. Okay. They well, came yeah, I'm... onto the mainland into Florida. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm a little ignorant of how all that works, but you know, but yeah, so there's, there's a, a you know, a, a potential, you know, voting block that these GOPers are like scared to death of losing. Yes. So, well, you know, when, one thing about all of this that really just blows me away, I heard, I, I, I can't remember who the pundit was, who said technically, and this is a really, really important word, technically, Trump is correct. Maria, the hurricane itself, didn't kill all those people. Yeah, problem but is, it was the aftermath. problem is, yes, like Katrina, it was all the people who died because of the lack of taking care of the people that suffered from it. I mean, yeah. there were people who died because they didn't have medication. They didn't have, you know, um, dialysis. They didn't have insulin. They didn't have all of the things that they needed to live. And they didn't have it because Trump and his administration didn't prepare for this ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I want to put this out there. It was Hillary Clinton who said, Get the hospital ship out there now. Yeah. And that was over, I think it was well over a week after Maria came and went. So Trump technically is right, but he's too stupid to know that yes. his inefficiency made sure that 3,000 people died. Yes. Yes. And it's not over. No, it's not. No, it's absolutely. An, it's, an, it's, an ongoing, it's an ongoing thing because they're still being affected by, by what happened that, that day. So That's right. Well, we just found out uh, this week that there's a whole bunch of water sitting on an airstrip. Yeah, millions of yeah. bottles of water. They can't find water. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I want to I want to get to the audio we have for this. A uh, couple uh, clips from I got three clips from uh, Jake Tapper's show last night about this, in uh, uh, not sure what that is, but there's a weird clicking noise going on on somebody's thing, like a tapping sound. But um, anyway, um, here we go. Uh, Jake Tapper on Trump's Puerto Rico live. Shocking and disturbing a false claim from President Trump today, tweeting, quote, 3,000 people did not die in the two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico. When I left the island after the storm had hit, they had anywhere from 6 to 18 deaths. As time went by, it did not go up by much. Then a long time later, they started to report really large numbers like 3,000. This was done by the Democrats in order to make me look as bad as possible, unquote. The president of the United States there with no evidence denying the official government death toll of approximately 
2,975 dead Americans from the hurricanes of 2017 and their aftermath, and casting blame again with zero evidence for this conspiracy theory on his political rivals supposedly plotting against him. Some facts here. People die in the wake of storms. They die because of the loss of electricity, because of downed power lines, because of contaminated water, falling debris. The governor of Puerto Rico raised the death toll after commissioning an independent study by George Washington University, working with the University of Puerto Rico, one that analyzed statistical death patterns. 3,000 people did not die, the president said, suggesting the number is really closer to 18. That must be a great relief to the Puerto Ricans who earlier this year put in front of their capital thousands of pairs of shoes bearing the names of those who had died as a result of the storm and its aftermath. A sight that is heartbreaking to most of us, I should say. The president, of course, suggesting this is all bogus. Even Republican allies of President Trump today took issue with his comments. Florida Governor Rick Scott tweeting, I disagree with the president. An independent study said thousands were lost and Governor Rosello agreed. The campaign of Florida's Republican gubernatorial candidate, Ron DeSantis, a major Trump supporter, said DeSantis, quote, doesn't believe any loss of life has been inflated. And I don't need you to come down and campaign for me this year. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, my apologies about Puerto Ricans. I misspoke. OK, so Jesus, come on. Um, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I just, uh, you know. Wow, okay. Exclamation points coming at me. Um so uh you know uh but uh um you know I so the you know this is just uh god I mean even when your own party is like you know no dude we we're not arguing just, the science. We're not arguing the math. We're not arguing this death count. You know? Well, what's disgusting about this is that, you know, after Katrina, I, I don't, well, maybe there wasn't Twitter then, but I still can't imagine Bush, who I despise, saying something like that on Twitter or anywhere, mm -hmm. trying to blame the Democrats and saying that it's a hoax and it's a deep state. You know, God's honest truth, man. Alex Jones got banned from Twitter for stuff like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and this this is this next clip. I want to get to this real quick cuz this was what when I misspoke, I was I was poorly um uh, referencing this uh clip here from Anna Navarro. Uh this is the second clip on Tapper's show. Uh let's talk about this with our experts uh Anna Navarro, your reaction to President Trump's tweet. How stupid how tone-deaf, how surreal, how insensitive, how offensive, how offensive to the relatives of the 3,000 people who died in Puerto Rico. Just, you know, how wrong in every single way, morally, politically. I mean, how can this be coming from the president of the United States? And frankly, he's doing so much harm, not only to, you know, as we're in the midst of, of, of hurricane preparation and dealing with a hurricane, he's doing harm even to his political allies in Florida. There is a reason why two people who are very close to Donald Trump, Rick Scott, who's running for U.S. Senate, and Ron DeSantis, who's running for governor, came out immediately today to distance themselves from this. There are Puerto Ricans who've moved to Florida, who could actually make or break statewide elections in Florida in 2018. And I hope all those Puerto Ricans and all those people who know Puerto Ricans in Florida or who like Puerto Ricans or who are mad as hell at this tweet, remember that the deadline to register to vote in Florida, if you moved, is October 9th. Just do it. 
That's right. There you go. Boom. Amen to Anna Navarro. But that. Amen. I was poorly paraphrasing that uh, in anticipation of the clip when I misspoke. Um, don't beat well, yourself up. Don't, uh, don't do no, that. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Uh, maybe, but maybe I. Am. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh my God. uh, Joe, any, Wait, any, do, do you all, do you all find it interesting that DeSantos who, oh, he's a peach and Rick Scott, they're doing this more for political expedience than they are for the fact that dudes do something right. I mean, I really do have a strong feeling that they're they're like kind of distancing distancing themselves right now because mm-hmm. they want to get votes. I, I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of faith in either one of them. No, because it's for the right reason. No, I, I, it's just political opportunism. It's not. Re- it's not compassion, honesty, or integrity. That's right. Hey, so. can I give some breaking news? Sure. All right. Uh, Rain, you know, you were just talking about Hillary was the one who said send the uh, send them the hospital ships. Yes. The State Board of Education in Texas voted this afternoon uh, to eliminate several historical figures, including Hillary Clinton and Helen Keller from the state's social, uh, social studies. Yeah, I well, saw that. there are none so blind that those who will not see. Yeah, but, but also... God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody. Is that the post you were looking for earlier? No, it wasn't oh. that. Uh, but because but I, I saw, I, I saw that. I saw that right before we started the show, and somebody was like, "I hate my state." <laughs> 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 no, the, uh, uh, the clip I was actually looking for was it was somebody like uh, made a. It was a, it was a hilarious video, and it was basically uh, looking inside the window of the uh, the Oval Office from the outside. It was right after Manafort pled guilty. And it said, happening right now. And you just hear, ah! And then Manafort's picture comes crashing through the window. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, I, I, have there- one, I, I have one last clip, and we're, we're getting towards the, towards the end of the break, uh, or t- towards the break. Um, but this is, um, who is this? Uh, this is, uh, oh, man, I think this is, I, uh, Kirsten Powers, I think. Let me let me check. Let's remind people the president's oh, no, no, no. Uh, what Tapper. his message is to his base voters about facts and what they're supposed to believe when it comes to uh, what we represent in terms of uh, our reports on the government of Puerto Rico commissioning the study and their numbers versus what he says. Uh, take a listen. Stick with us. Don't believe the crap you see from these people. The fake news. I mean, I saw a piece on NBC today. So here's the NBC, thing. Not because he's attacking this number, mm-hmm. now we're talking about the death toll in Puerto Rico, and that death toll is higher than Hurricane Katrina. So he can say whatever yeah. he wants to say, and his base will believe whatever they want to believe, but at the end of the day, the people watching the show right now will hear, for the second time, the death toll from Hurricane Maria during President Trump's reign was higher than the death toll from Hurricane yep. Katrina during President Bush's reign. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes, it was. He brought he brought the attention back to it. Because mm-hmm. he's kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Again, the theme of this show tonight is a lot of dumb people saying a lot of dumb things. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
Let me see. Uh, yeah, I'm, I have one more from Kirsten Powers, but it's going to have to wait. <clears throat> we'll, we'll wriggle it in somewhere uh, because we have some Franklin Graham we need to talk about, too. And I have some a little history lesson for old Frankie. Piece of <laughs> garbage. Fundy piece of shit. Um, Fundy Frankie. Oh, he's such an asshole. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and, uh, run to the break. We're going to listen to, uh, I, I feel I'm in a mood for truth destroyed, uh, by Hairwolf tonight. So let's go ahead and hit that break. And when we come back, uh, oh, that's the wrong version. How on earth? Um, there we go. Uh, but yeah, when we come back, uh, lots more of, uh, pe dumb people saying dumb, even dumber things. People surprising us on the depths of their stupidity. So, anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Oh! 
could kiss you in the mouth. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. Oh. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> we are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastards! I've had worse. It's showtime. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's Friday. I'm having a beer. It's in a can. It's not in a bottle. Uh, but yeah, I thought I, I really just felt like hearing a little bit of that uh, thorough Ravenscroft beer bottle of beer right now. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm celebrating a little bit because you know, hey, garage time, everybody. Uh, man, that looks cool. That cantilever roof over the the patio. It looks. Uh, Bobber commented on it earlier. He's like, looks like there's a chunk missing out of your garage. I'll post pictures here in a minute in the chat room for everybody. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the cantilever roof is truly looks like it's defying gravity. Um, but, uh, anywho, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the program. Uh, of course, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. Hello. 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 I love the garage. I can't wait. To, I can't wait for you to post pictures for everybody else to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to download them here in a second. 
Yeah, it's no, it looking... looks like you have a little porch. Yeah, it, there's a there's the cement patio with the uh, the a roof that extends over the whole thing, and it's like a six it's like a six foot roof that hangs over the I think it's six feet wide um, the patio, um, and it's like six by eighteen I think, and the roof hangs over the whole thing, and there's no support beams for it. there's no like posts for it. It's it's the cantilever roof, you know, all the weights on the bearing wall. It's like a W type frame, and all the weight is you know put on that bearing wall uh so you can extend it like really far as you'll see in these pictures that uh we were seeing but uh but anyway and of course joe santorza scranton pennsylvania the electric city welcome back sir thank you i'm uh, i'm eating pizza so ah you're eating some uh, vo- you get your vodka dipping sauce the vodka's all over the pizza no yeah. i don't have the vodka pizza i have a different one here right oh okay now. Uh, I'm, te- I'm teasing Tim. Oh, oh. Uh, but uh, and anyway, and of course Tim Coromo, uh hanging out in Joe's ginormous uh, dungeon. Uh, hey, how y'all well, doing? Sorry, y'all could hear back. us on the break. I don't know how that was happening. <laughs> um, who knows? I can hardly hear Joe. By the way. Yeah, Joe's a little quiet. Not so. Me. Well, you sound a little low, Not but quiet. It, huh? Yeah. how's that uh yeah it's a little better a little better so uh but i'm I'm at the mercy of the uh of the mixer ah mixer mercy okay so all right can you hear us better now yeah i can hear you fine tim joe joe sounds like he doesn't have a microphone well i do and it belongs to Tim. Well, oh. it's all right. We, we, we can hear you. So, uh, mm-hmm. all right. Well, uh, let, let's get back to the audio. I got one more clip from <clears throat> Kirsten Powers. Uh, and I, I love this. This is uh, um, this is from the tail end of the Jake Tapper thing. Uh, but I found it before I found everything else. So, uh, But, yeah, so here, here's uh, Kirsten Powers on uh, <laughs> real short clip. But it's, it's pretty priceless. His only focus, and this has been this way since the day he took office, is on his base. That's all he seems to care about is what his base thinks about him. And he knows that his base is not watching us right now. They're watching Fox News. And and over in Fox News, the Puerto, Puerto Rico never happened. I mean, it, it's true. It's an alternative universe. So they're never going to hear about this. They get all their information from Rush Limbaugh, Fox News, and Donald Trump's Twitter feed. That is literally it. And so it's this alternative reality. Now, how that's going to help him electorally, because there are actually other people who vote beyond his base, I think that that's going to end up being a problem for him. You think? I mean, it's not <laughs> like he's, he's trying to attract any, any, anybody new to his cult. Well, that's a really good point. Something I've been saying, I think I've been saying it here, if not here, I've been saying it elsewhere. You cannot win another election unless you expand your base. Mm-hmm. And Trump has not expanded his base at all. And and you know, conversely, there there are a whole bunch of independents and 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 I think even actually Republicans who are like, Well, I'm a Republican, I'll vote for him. There's a whole bunch of people out there who are like, Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done. Trump is not going out of his way to expand his base. That no. Trump is a problem. <laughs> but I agree with you, Rain. 
I, yeah, I'm sorry. I missed. Maybe it's me. No, it, I don't think so at all. Um, but he's not expanding his base. No, it, it's if not anything, how you win a look second at, election. Look at Trump regrets. You know, he's shrinking his base. Yeah. So, um, but but uh, <laughs> all right. So I we haven't done this in a while. We'll, we'll, let's move along. We're still on the same topic here. Um, but, uh, it's time everybody to hear from, uh, hear from the fundies and, uh, yeah. Where is it? Is this (laughs) it? Yeah, there it is. I haven't played the jingle in forever. I got to blow the, blow the cobwebs off of it. Here we go. I am a Christian because of one thing. Cause life is precious and God and the Bible. Science. Who cares about science? I'm a God warrior. Could you imagine kissing some man? Walk you not the path of Sodom. Bible thumpers. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. God, what happened here? Tonight's the night. We're finally going to go up heaven's chimney. You can trust everything uh, that is in this book. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. All right. Well, our our funny tonight. And wow, that jingle is fucking loud. Uh, I had to cut the volume on that, boy. Um, <laughs> our fundy tonight, and again, this isn't about all Christians. This is just about those who claim to be Christians but want to use their faith as a political tool or a cudgel to oppress everyone else who doesn't see eye to eye with them. This is not about our good Christian brothers and sisters who use their faith to better themselves in the world around them. Uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing my old spiel I used to give. Because that's how long it's been, guys. It's been a long time. I've steered clear to the fundy, steered clear of the fundies. But this one, Franklin Graham on Fox and Friends. I uh, let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna play this, and then uh, I'm gonna share a helpful reminder. As a Christian, I want people to know that God loves them and hasn't forgotten them. And of course, many people think when a storm comes that maybe God is mad at them, and He's not. Well, you got to be, be uh, I'm sorry. I'm going I don't mean to be an asshole, but you got to be pretty simple if you think that um if God is punishing you with weather. I, I don't mean to, you know, because you can be a Christian and believe in science, you know. Uh yes, you know. Yes, uh, you can. So, if you think, you know, why God let this happen? It doesn't work that way. He really doesn't, you know, seriously, that is such to me, if there is a greater power, if there is a you know, if there is a God, we'll just say, if there is a God, you really think that he has time that he's gonna s- sit around just doing this petty shit? Like, yeah, okay, let me let me check the list of people who lives here. Yeah, there's enough of them that I'm pissed off at that I'll send the storm there. That's ludicrous. Yeah, you know, ludicrous. Ludicrous is also an excellent entertainer. Ludicrous is so here. Here, this this one, um, uh, from the Advocate. Uh, this is from October six, two thousand five. I I searched for an hour to see if I can find audio of this speech, but I couldn't find it. But from the Advocate, it says Ev- Evangelist hopes for a less gay New Orleans. Evangelist uh, Franklin Graham and son of designated uh, and son and designated successor uh, uh, to the Reverend Billy Graham said Tuesday 
that Hurricane Katrina could lead to lead to a spiritual rebirth of sinful New Orleans, adding, however, that he doesn't believe the devastating storm was punishment for God for what he sees uh, as the city's ties to satanic worship and sexual perversion. He basically said, oh, no, God didn't send the storm there, but it didn't help that you're all a bunch of dirty gay Satanist orgy havers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. He said... In a speech, in a Lynchburg, uh, um, a speech in Lynchburg, Virginia, in 2005, there's been satanic worship. There's been sexual perversion. God is going to use that storm to bring a revival. God has a plan. God has a purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you guys hear us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just want to make sure. I think we fixed our mic problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Cool. And uh, you sound better. You sound less echoey. So uh, I was accidentally using the internal mic on my MacBook instead of the oh, mixer board. That's we were talking what... wonderful, beautiful microphones that were not broadcasting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Joe, how do you sound now? Uh. <laughs> was that you, Joe? You sound that like, sh- you sound like yeah, shit. You- oh, my God, Joe, you sound. Yeah, I- you guys sound great. Did, did Sharky just get your microphone? Yes. He got something else. <laughs> oh. Yikes. But wow. he, al- Joe, he also Joe said... sound way better. He, he also said New Orleans has been known uh, for years as a party town. Um, he, <gasps> party in an interview, in an oh interview with God. the Associated Press, uh, he said, um, it's a city that has strong ties to the gay and lesbian movement and these types of things. Oh. oh what do you mean these really? types of things? What is these types of things? What what you is these he, types like, of things? What what other thing is there like the gay and lesbian movement? You know, <laughs> he sounds like Trump. All it was missing was nobody knew, nobody knows that laws that uh, New Orleans is a party town. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so so basically, you know, this is um Franklin Graham. It, it basically, it's it, it reminds me of that Mr. Show clip. Um, the, you know, <laughs> uh, l- let me find it real. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. The, the the old Mr. Show clip. And don't forget to break some rules, <laughs> but don't break any rules. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, God. You know, you're all sinners, but you know, God's not going to punish you for it, but He's going to punish you for it. Fucking stupid. So. So. <laughs> Such a dumb fucking piece of shit. Um, so yeah, Franklin Graham. Ugh. That's all I have from him. Thank you can thank me so for whittling that down to eight seconds. So any town that's a party town is a blasphemous town. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you're a Christian, so, you better never fucking have a party. Don't have a party and don't have fun. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, God damn it! Fuck yeah. Franklin <laughs> Graham. Just fuck him. Yeah. Uh, Actually, maybe maybe Franklin Graham needs a good lay. Oh well. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see anybody ah. stepping stepping forward for that. All right. <laughs> she's gonna get in Hawaii. Right. <laughs> there you go. You, you know, you know ma- Fantasy Island. Yeah. You know, you know what I have for Franklin Graham is this. You need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, th- this also. Shut up! 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 Shut up!
care. There you go. When do you think was the last time that Franklin Graham actually ejaculated? Oh, probably when he was making that in his pants. Right. Well, <laughs> sorry, Kenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Maybe he needs a sweet, sweet release. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. So, all right, let's let's. Jesus. We're gonna we're gonna kind of do a grab bag of other people saying really stupid fucking things right now. Um, so I guess going down the line because it's uh, loosely involving religion, but not proselytization or anything like that. Um, Eric Trump, and we kept we we were saying maybe it's Don Jr. who's the dumb one. Well. Eric Trump showing up with seriously, there are people in this world who can get away with like the five o'clock shadow. I believe I'm one of them. Eric Trump, you're not. No. <laughs> you look like shit. Um, so uh, Eric Trump uh, on Fox and Friends, uh, you know he's all he's all. It, this guy, I mean, words do not work well out of his like chiclet filled mouth. You know those, those veneers are Gee. like whole. Those 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 veneers are holding back words like parts of words like they're collecting like plaque in the back of them. Eric uh, has very big teeth; they don't fit in his mouth. Oh my! They all do because they have fucking veneers. They they got like fucking chiclets glued onto their real teeth. It's gross. <laughs> um. So, uh, Eric Trump, uh, said this regarding Bob Woodward, uh, because you know uh, he. Here, just listen. But don't you think people look through the fact that you can... I love that. Listen to how he starts that. But don't you think people... But don't you think people look through the fact that you can write some sensational nonsense book. Sensational? CNN will definitely have you on there because they love to trash the president. It'll mean you sell three extra books, you make three extra shekels. I mean, at the behest of the American people, at the behest of our country... And that a president that's doing a phenomenal job by every quantifiable oh. metric. I mean, is that really where we are? And, you know, I, I think people read through this. I don't think he know, knows how to use the word behest. Um. <laughs> I, 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 I do think he knows how to use the word shekels. Oh, he does. He does. And by the way, uh, Stormfront, very, very happy with you, Eric. Well, they saw your interview. That I saw people retweeting or tweeting out screen caps of uh, the white nationalists and Nazis' response to um, Eric Trump, and they're like, "Oh, thank God, he really likes us. He really likes us because he's using shekels to put down a Jewish writer." He, Eric, uh, reminds me of. Uh, did you ever see the movie? Everything you wanted to know about sex, but was afraid to ask. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no I, I, I'm not. Well, there's a scene where all the sperm are getting ready. <laughs> I remember that to ejaculate, and they're having a conversation, and they're sort of uh, speculating on what's going to happen once they pop out with their confront. <laughs> oh, dear God. And one lamented that he worried that somebody. <laughs> Somebody would be wearing a, a condom, <laughs> and they would crash into this latex wall and die. Why and, didn't Eric die? See, this is what I think. I think Eric 
he didn't crash into a latex wall, but he bumped <laughs> he bumped his he bumped his head or his tail on the way up. <laughs> and uh, that poor egg got fertilized with that <laughs> with that wrong sperm. And you know what the egg said? What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, that's him running into the latex wall. But yeah, we'll, no, that was <laughs> chattering. <laughs> no, no, say it, play it again because I was playing a clip too. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> nice, oh, nice. We another one. Let's try this one here. Uh, oh, let's see. Hopefully, it doesn't play an ad. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Fucking seriously, faces full of teeth those Trump kids have, man. Uh, shekels. Shekels. God damn it! it it's like I, I expect, like you know, the, you know, they to see like a, a hanging flower basket on their teeth because they look like fucking picket fences. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Tim? I said, did you see the pic I saw this morning on Facebook? Someone posted a picture. Of, they had photoshopped a big pair of dentures in Trump's mouth, and it said "anonymous" or uh, "anonymous." Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Anonymous. Anonymous. All right. Well, here we go. Um, next one. Next clip. These are all relatively short clips, and they are all unrelated. Um, and I'm going to try and get to two more here. Uh, Dana Rohrbacker, Kid Russia, uh, <laughs> uh, he did an interview with, um, I, I, I tried desperately to find out her name, but he did an interview with a woman, uh, a journalist from uh, Voice of America China. And uh, she asked him a question about the, and this is from earlier this year, apparently somebody just unearthed it. Because she was talking about the Chinese New Year, and this is how that went. So Chinese New Year is around the corner. Is there any message you would like to say to our audience in China? Well, I'm going to pause it right there and say, this is so fucking awful. You are not going to believe the fucking turn this takes if you haven't heard it. All right? Just be okay. prepared. Here you go. Let me just note. Uh, this is the coming into the year of the dog. Now, there are some people in the United States who don't like it that Chinese people eat dog. Oh, my God! I want God. Chinese people to know that we eat bunnies over here and we eat all kinds of little animals. I don't blame them for eating dog. No! My God, what's wrong with you, you dumb, what? racist piece of shit? Seriously? Worst <laughs> fucking stereotype in the fucking world. These are jokes that were made in the eighties in you know in in bad like frat movies and shit. What the fuck? Wow. This was Dana Rohrbacher. Yeah, right? Dan Dana Rohrbacher. Republican it's, representative it's cool Dana Rohrbacher from California. It's cool to eat dogs. Yeah, because apparently all Chinese people eat dogs. Not true. And here's the bad part. They're, he is tied 45-45 in his congressional district. Uh, in real uh, Republican uh, poll. Really? It is there's, true. There's, there's it there's is some... true that there is dog uh, consumption in China, but not every yeah. Chinese person eats dog. And that is no, such it, a fucking... 
ludicrous thing. And but it's all they're all around there's, the there's, world. People eat dogs, and it's horrible. Yeah, but different animals are different things in different countries. I know what he was trying to say there, but saying it about an entirety of a nation, racist, he, stupid, what, ugly. All right, here's here's a big issue for me. Yes, people eat dogs. Poor people eat dogs, like in North Korea. Yeah. And poor people eat dogs. And hold on, I have to cough. That's all right. Well, and and again, I you know, poor people, I, really poor people in China eat dogs. Really poor people in actually Northern California have been known to eat dogs. I'm not kidding here when I yeah. say this. So for him to sit there and say, oh, it's no big deal, then he's ignoring poverty. Yeah. That's <clears throat> but you know, this is this is all around the world. This is, you know, not exclusive to China, but it's a stereotype with China. I mean, you know, I, I have it, you know, uh, uh, there's a, a list on uh, you know, Wikipedia of where this happens and how often it does. And there's a lot of European nations on the list. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. And guess what? In the United States. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, as of 2018, it's legal to sell, do uh, legal to eat dog meat in 43 states. The only, uh, yeah. So, in America? Yeah. Oh, in the yay, United States. Oh, America. So, right. so I mean, th this this is horrendous, horrendous. We we don't have time to get to the other one. I'll save that towards the end of the show. Um, but uh, but yeah. So Dana Rohrbacker, Jesus Christ! I mean, you just not even trying, just not even trying. So, uh, anyway, uh, any any quick thoughts? I'll give each one of you like thirty seconds if you want to add something before we go to the break. Joe? My, mine is... Oh, sorry. Rain, ahead, no, I'm, Rain. Rain. Go ahead. No, I, I'm, I'm going to back Cat up on this. He he lives in a in a district that has a lot of Vietnamese people. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I mentioned California. I remember 20, 30 years ago, I went to a, a city in California that I actually had to pass a law that said you can't eat dogs. Mm -hmm. And these were Vietnamese people. And so they came over. This was in the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. They came over from Vietnam as refugees. And they didn't have a lot of money. And they thought sure. it was okay to eat dogs. They just continued their tradition. I mean, they, they, they looked yeah. for the food source. I mean, it, 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 you know, if you go to an Asian market, you're going to see lots of things that we don't have in a regular grocery store over here. You know? Yeah, I'm fine with a lot of them. I'm not fine yeah. with dogs. No, of but, course, of course. You know, you guys are dog owners. I, I mean, it, it, same thing happened with cats anywhere. It would it would drive me out yes. of my skull. You know, it would be the same so, with me and cats. But we don't too. have a lot. We don't have a lot of time. Um, Joe, did you want to comment? Boom. Did you want to comment real quick? No, my Sharky would like to say something. Oh, <laughs> fuck you guys! You're not eating me. <laughs> I'll eat you, motherfucker. Insane. <laughs> um, the house no, dog no. eat you no yeah you know this would be sharky surprise motherfucker yeah see see that i was kind of paraphrasing that so thank you thank you um yeah don't go up against sharky like a knife fight in an alley 
Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Tim, did you have anything else to add before we go to break and get Bobber on? No, I don't think so. I think now that we fixed our problem, you shouldn't hear us on the break. <laughs> All right. Excellent. All right, we'll be right back with uh, lots more Turn Up the Night. And when we come back, we're going to listen to Tucker Carlson talk about porn and stuff. Oh. We'll be right back after this. with And Bobber will be here, too. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I know everything. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. And, of course, joining us, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, Joe. I was muted. Yeah, well, that, that, uh, that's sorry. A... <laughs> I'm, I'm at the mercy of the board here, you know. I know, I know. And, of course... Sure <laughs> We, uh, and of course, Joe Santor is a wingman to the one and only Tim Carmel from the Tim Carmel Show. Welcome back. And it's a pleasure to have you on with us for uh, 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 two nights in a row on Turn Up Tonight. Glad to be back. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and of course, give everybody, everybody say hi in the chat room. Say hi to Ron, too, because Ron's there as well. So, um, what's that? He's our studio audience. Oh yeah, it's very good. So he's listening to the show, but you're d- delayed on his iPhone. <laughs> oh okay. Wait, is Ron in the audience? He's no, right he's here. he's he's sitting. He's sitting right there. Oh, Hi, I couldn't Ron. connect. I couldn't connect to Bobber. What the heck? Um, and uh, Bob Bob's on tonight, right? Yes. So, uh, oh Bob there he there he is. Never mind. I just tried to add him in again. Bob, are you there? I'm here. Hey, buddy. Welcome to the program. Long time no speak. 
I know it's been a busy uh, few weeks. Yeah, and uh, you know, and uh, but it's it's great to have both you guys back. And uh, and and hold on, I gotta I gotta do this uh, for you. No, no, not that. This can this can do it right. There you go. The Braumeister. So there you go. <laughs> so how you liking right. the new how you liking the new digs, Bobber? Um, it's it's great. Um, you know, it's obviously we're we're still living out of boxes in, in a lot of ways, and so <clears throat> that's that's lots of fun. Yeah, and last but certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, uh, also in the new uh, in the new Casa in the Beltway Bureau. New Casa. New Casa. It's new Casa. Excellent. So, lots, so many big changes going on right now with everybody. Vacations yeah, and vacations and home ownership and garages and uh, pizza eating, cake eating. Still didn't get any cake. <laughs> uh, lots of cake tonight. <laughs> cake and pie. Uh, pizza pie. So, uh, but, you know, hey, thanks. You know, I wanted cake, too. Thanks, Obama. All right. Uh, so... <laughs> uh anyway uh welcome back everybody let's go ahead and get right into this because uh this was like the big um uh actually you know what Uh, i think we we can do this again because we did it last show uh it's time once again for one of my favorite segments all right michael avenatti versus tucker carlson who do you think wins (laughs) (laughs) smart one (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, uh, we have a lot of clips from this. Um, uh, we'll have a little, but just keep your comments brief, uh, after each clip. Cause we're already at 10 after, and I've got five clips of this. Um, so, so here's part one without further ado. Uh, of course, Michael Avenatti, Stormy Daniels lawyer and Tucker Carlson, a white nationalist, ignorant piece of shit. You her. demean her repeatedly, and really? I think you're—I think you're a hypocrite. So let me ask you. Let me ask you what I the injury. You want to talk about the case? I'm asking you the core question sure. in the case. What is the injury to Stormy Daniels? The injury is is that the agreement that was entered into was not adhered to by Michael Cohen and Donald Trump. They did not fulfill their end of the bargain. Now, do you want to talk to the about the injury to the American people? So it is lying. So you believe that you believe? No, no, but you just you just went off on this moral lecture about how it was wrong for the president to have an adulterous affair, and I would agree with that. But you're very outraged. So is your yes? You said it's an injury against the American people that he had sex with someone not his wife. No, you didn't let me finish. The injury is that he and Michael Cohen and others lied to the American people and covered up the $130,000 payment and violated campaign finance Did law. That's why Michael Cohen, I'm not done. No, but That's why Michael we, Cohen I'm just sorry. pled guilty. Let me ask you a question. That's why Michael Cohen Did just they have pled a, guilty. I understand them. I've been following right. the news as well. Okay. Did Donald Trump have a moral obligation to tell the, the American people that he had a sexual relationship with Stormy Daniels? I don't care whether he had a moral obligation then or not. Then why is what he it had a crime an obligation? Didn't. No, what he had an obligation to do was not cover it up, cover it up and lie about it and commit campaign finance okay. violations as his right hand. Michael Cohen just pled guilty to the felony. Tucker, what are you to talking about? To campaign finance violations? Yes. Associated with, with right. Miss McDougal. And I thought you were following the so, news. So I thought ask, you were knowledgeable let me, let me about ask you, I'm a little con- <laughs> I thought you were following the news. I thought you were knowledgeable about these things. Oh, Tucker, you dumb motherfucker. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, violated so, campaign finance laws. He pled guilty. 
And what's hilarious is is Tucker Carlson is like, the next clip is like, look, I I'm no defender of Michael Cohen, but I'm going to defend Michael Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think? It's amazing because Michael Avenatti was like, we're talking about violating campaign finance laws. People go to jail for that, everybody. Yeah, and, and another another thing, too, is, is okay, who are you going to trust? Uh, you know, which institution are you going to trust? Are you going to trust uh, the American, you know, criminal justice system? Or Fox News, who employs a doe-faced white nationalist who used to think a bow tie looked really good. And it didn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, he kind of looked like Jimmy Olsen that fell out of a tree and landed on his face. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oops. You got a piece of gravel in there, Jimmy buddy. Olsen without Jimmy Olsen without the, the charm and the... And the, uh, and the maturity uh, yeah charm maturity likability you know <laughs> so uh so so listen to this listen to, uh, to him you know look i'm not defending michael cohen but i totally am let me ask you things. i'm a little confused so you're, the, you you're the protector of stormy daniels oh this stormy this daniels is right now working in strip clubs and little towns on stage people are throwing things at her you're wearing a thousand dollar suit for her. why is you, why are you not paying her? You've profited from Stormy Daniels. You've done tens of millions of dollars with the free media on the basis of your relationship with her, and she's working in strip clubs. You're exploiting her, and you know that. Why aren't you paying her some of what you're making? Sir, this is absurd. It's not I absurd. Not Those are the facts. No, you don't know the facts as evidenced by the fact is that you Is she working in know. strip clubs? Are you going to continue to interrupt me, or are you going to let me finish? I do know the facts, right. actually. No, you don't. No, you don't, you, you dumb You just piece demonstrated your ignorance because you didn't even know Michael Cohen pled to two felonies associated with the campaign I finance violations. I don't believe that what Cohen did, and I'm not defending Cohen, I never have, but was a campaign finance are. violation. I well, think it's pled absurd. I think it's absurd. He pled guilty to two felonies. Okay, so everyone who pleads, look, this is a what, he's we, have a, we have an honest disagreement. I don't think it was a campaign finance violation. Uh, uh, what, what, it, what, you oh, don't oh, think, oh, oh. but he pled guilty yeah. to it. Jesus. Yeah. But, but uh, and, and Rain, this part, the, the first part of that I want to talk to talk to you about. Why aren't you, you know, I mean, he, he's acting like, you know, Avenatti isn't an attorney and, you know, uh, uh, okay, he, he's got yeah. this chivalric idea, this this chivalry idea that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, you should go mm-hmm. rescue Stormy Daniels from her poor decisions. She <laughs> yeah. wants to go out and dance. <laughs> she wants to go meet people. She wants to earn money. Um, and, you know. I, I am livid wrong about that. that part of this interview. Yeah, I'm livid about this part of the interview. When it, when Tucker Carlson says, shouldn't you be paying Stormy Daniels? Because there's an assumption that Stormy Daniels is so stupid. Mm-hmm. He really, I mean, that's the back part of this. Oh, why aren't you paying her? With the assumption in Tucker's mind that Stormy Daniels, as a an adult film star is too stupid to know what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, that pisses me off so much. She is a smart woman. She knows what she's doing and she hired him for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. She hired him because she knew that she needed a lawyer that was as much of a badass as she is. Exactly. So fuck you, Tucker. Oh yeah. 
Okay. Uh, anybody else want to chime in real quick before the next clip? Can uh, can we talk a little bit about the Chirons? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, go ahead and tell everybody what he was doing. Well, let's see. There was one that said, uh, Tucker takes on creepy porn lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another one said, creepy porn lawyer toying with 2020 run. Yeah. While they it, were during the interview. Yeah, they were doing it, and, and uh, Avenatti actually addressed it. I'm not sure in what clip. Um, it might be in this one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he was basically trying to, you know, smear and taunt, uh, throughout because that's all, that's all Tucker Carlson's show is it's scream, scream over people. You know, I'll give Tucker Carlson this. He's, he's good at winning shouting matches, but that's Mm -hmm. it. That's it. Right. You know? And when he and you saw when he got to the point of, oh, I don't believe that everybody who you know, uh, uh, you know, admits, uh, you know, uh, um, or, or uh, uh, oh, shit, any, I don't believe everybody who uh, admits guilt is actually guilty. Oh, but whatever, you know, and just blows it off and changes the subject. That's yes. insane. Yes. That's insane. Yes. So, all right, Susan, love you. Bye. Susan's going to Sandusky, everybody, for Dragon Boots. So, bye, Susan. Uh, bye. So, her friend just picked her up. Jessica, the pregnant lady. Can I just slip this in once again? Fuck you, Tucker. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you for acting like Stormy Daniels as a woman doesn't know what the fuck she's oh, doing. Mansplaining, mansplaining all the way. You know, white nationalist mansplaining. It's just like, you know, how they, they, they try to, you know, uh, white-splain, you know, why why football players shouldn't kneel or, you know, why all lives matter. If that's true, we wouldn't need black lives matter, you dumb piece of shit. Um, uh, Bobber, did you want to jump in real quick? I'm, I'm having a little bit of a hard time because... Um yeah, my Wi-Fi is a little spotty, oh. so these clips okay. are breaking up. In it, so, all right, I'm sorry about that. So, uh, if you need, maybe, maybe that's, if you want to, that's not your fault. That's that's my well, Wi-Fi, so. yeah. I'm just sorry you're experiencing that. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, here here's a, the uh, Joe. Anything you want to add before clip three? Go to clip three. Here we go. Stormy Daniels was to perform in Richmond in a depressing strip club. This hero that you say you're protecting, you're her. Pro- Why is the strip club depressing? He How does he know anything about Richmond. it? How does he know anything about it? I mean, you know what's depressing? You. you know what's depressing in Seedy? Tucker Carlson's house. I would never right. fucking want to go there. <laughs> I would, you right. couldn't fucking pay me. Why is she working in seedy strip clubs while you're on television wearing expensive suits? Why because are you not exploiting her? Why is she doing that? Because she wants to, Tucker. And oh, this she is wants a, to. This is America. This is America. And guess what? If a woman wants to perform in a strip club, she does so. But even you're though, getting rich. Even though she's people, not. I'm not getting rich. Even though people you like you, even though people like you demean her, not demeaning and call her. her. You're the one who's marketing. You're the one that refers to her consistently as right. a porn star and as to me as a creepy porn lawyer and me. Meanwhile, you give well, the president. Well, well, meanwhile, you give the president a pass. I would who say, had unprotected sex with oh, the porn star okay. with a four-month-old son at home. Well, you are a moralizer oh, for a guy who no. does what you do. No, I, oh, but you I'm are not, though. Not, you are a little moralizer. You're like we're in church now with a four-month-old son. Okay, I'm I'm officially shocked by Donald Trump's behavior. I had no idea. Uh-oh. It blew my mind. 
Fuck you, you sarcastic, know-nothing piece of shit. Fox News is constantly moralizing, and he's calling him out on his fucking hypocrisy. That's all he's doing. He's not saying that... He's not trying to say, just like we've all said in the past, we don't care if you are comfortable with whatever you do in your life. You know, I mean, I think it's a horrible betrayal to cheat on your wife uh, or your husband. You know, I think that's a wretched, disgusting per- uh, betrayal. And, uh, you know, um, but what he is, you know, and, and shit happens. I get it. I get it. But what he was doing is he was actively pursuing multiple affairs, especially when his wives were pregnant or just mm-hmm. had newborn children. You know, he's expressed disgust at women who nurse. You know, it's, I mean, he's, he's like, just Trump has proven to be so creepy and nasty. And again, the party of family fucking values, let Trump take them over. And now they have none. Now they have no family values. And all Avenatti's trying to do is call them, call out Tucker Carlson and any other douchebag out there who claims to be, you know, ride the moral high horse all the time. I mean, this is the network who cries if, God forbid, you say happy holidays and not Merry Christmas. Thank you know, you. and by, by the way, the war on Christmas, it, it's it's almost October, so get ready oh, to fight. Ready. <clears throat> you know, get Wait, your... What I find amazing... It's that war on Christmas season time again. Sure Sorry, is. <laughs> Yeah, that comes right after the 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. We're new in this town. Swimsuits go away, war Christmas stuff. A war on Christmas flag. And you know what? This time time Fox News, you better get a surrender flag because we're going to win. Guys, am I the only one who's sitting back and thinking, wow, Tucker Carlson is trying to protect Stormy? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tim, oh, you 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 were gonna, Tim, you were gonna ask a question. I was just gonna ask. Uh, you know, like, do you think if Tucker ever got laid, maybe he he might realize there's more to life than having a bullshit TV show where he just yells over people? <laughs> um, I'll say amen to that. So. Amen. Amen. Apparently, he has offspring, which is terrifying. Um, but uh, Joe, you were gonna say something as well. No, I just wish Tucker was in uh, everything you want to know about sex. Was was afraid to ask. There, <laughs> there you go. Wish it was one of the sperm. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, and uh, um, uh, Bobber, that would that one sound any better? You got anything to add before we uh, get to the next clip? No, I just I already did. All right. Uh, so okay, this is the one that shocked me. This clip, I never thought I would hear these two words. These are two. Tucker Carlson says two words together at the end of this clip that I've blocked intentionally, and I'll explain why, that I've intentionally blocked out of my mind um, because it's truly disturbing to me. And again, it, he talks about a type of porn, and I'm not going to spoil it for what it is, uh, but he talks about a type of porn that... I've encountered once, and it disturbed me to no end. And it's it's actually a bit of a personal story. Uh, I mean, it didn't personally happen to me, but it's it's related to turn up the night and researching a guest who was going to be on the show. And I'll I'll, I'll tell everybody. I'm not going to say the name or anything, but and it's somebody 
probably none of our current listeners even know about. Um, but uh, listen to the type of porn Tucker Carlson brings up in the end of this clip. It's kind of a long clip, but but check this out. Why are you rich and your client is working in CD strip clubs? Sir, do you have any idea how much money I've earned? You're on every cable show. You You're running no for idea. president now. You have no idea. Well, I know that you haven't paid your taxes. You not, you, because you've got over a million dollars worth of ridiculous. You don't even know your facts. It's not true. You don't even know your facts, Tucker. Look, I'm just saying, Tucker, why is she Tucker, still. How do you have a show and you're this ignorant? Uh -huh. How is that Here's what I know for a fact is that your client is not thriving. And for you to look at me in the eye and say she wants to perform in strip clubs with people throwing stuff at her is insulting to people don't do that unless they have no choice or she just likes it is that oh, what you're saying tucker now you're the defender of my client you don't know anything it's about pathetic. My, you're exploiting you don't even her know, you don't know anything about my client exploiting i know client. that she's I've working heard. in a strip club you gotta in let richmond. me finish can i finish please do all right I've what's wrong a with richmond job for my client and she'll be the first one to tell you that and had you listened to any of her interviews or yes. seen any of her comments you would know exactly what she thinks of me i am not i'm not done i am not exploiting my client i'm really? representing my client to the absolute so when she the wants to get your I'm still, legal I'm advice does she have to pretend to be talking. a booker from cnn still, to get through to you you know I that's mean, that's that's disgusting why don't you show what's some disgusting respect? is why don't you, you show are thriving some respect to my client not. and me and stop calling us a porn star and a creepy porn lawyer if you've got that big a well, problem with porn thought, do you have that big a problem i'm not porn? making fun of when's oh, the last time slow when's down the last, when's the last time you saw porn oh you busted me actually maybe humiliation time? porn no, that's but, why i watch you on cnn no, no but when's the last time you, <laughs> the last time you okay uh, uh humiliation porn and then he cackles wildly at his own joke. All right. He said, Ken, can we get this straight? Did Tucker just say, I'm actually into humiliation porn? That's why I watch you on CNN, which I don't understand that either. Because, he, you know, they he, actually are journalists over at CNN. But um, he said that, right? He said, "I'm yeah, I'm into humiliation porn. Here, I, I have it. Okay. I have it cropped out. Here you go. This is uh, this is it. When's the last time you saw porn? Oh, you busted me. Actually, maybe humiliation time? porn. No, That's but, why I watch you on CNN. No, no but when's the last time you <laughs> actually? <laughs> I, whose brain? I'm sorry. Uh, you know, okay, humiliation porn for the large part usually involves a woman." and several other individuals men and women whatever like uh taking women out and binding them blindfolding them gagging them and having sex with them in a public space um and and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell everybody right now i'm just gonna keep it in a nutshell there was somebody who uh was on this show a long time ago with the very early days of turn up the night and i was doing an image search for them and I found a bunch of different stuff. And unfortunately, yeah, I did click on a video she had been in. And um, and I watched some of it. And it, it looked like a fucking crime. It looked like she was being gang raped. And, um, it, 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 and it was... It was horrific. It was absolutely horrific. And, uh, you know, I I never said anything to her about seeing it, and she never, ever brought it up because she wasn't known for doing videos, you know? 
And um, I'll tell you what, the intro of the video is like an interview. In the intro interview, that person, I never spoke to that person. She was changed, um, you know, because I don't think she understood what the whole thing was about. Um, and, uh, because it, you know, and that's kind of how I, I fell into it is it looked like it was an interview video and it was, you know, for the large part, cause there's like, you know, there was like 10 minutes of interview and then, you know, they started saying, Oh, well, have you ever done this kind of thing before? No, I'm usually into domination, stuff like that, whatever. And, um, and it was, it was fucked up. I have I don't want to kink shame anybody if you're into that and it's consensual and everything, but this just looked like a rape video. And it was fucking horrible. She was bound, she was blindfolded. Uh people were using like an electronic cattle prod on her. Um it was pain, it was torture, it was disturbing. And um and when in 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 I've never ever after that point you know, I mean, I saw it and I was like, Jesus Christ, um, I have no problem with porn at all. But when I, you know, when I watch porn or see porn, I want to see people enjoying the act of sex, not fucking being tortured. And I don't want to shame anybody if that's what you're into and it's consensual and everything. But this just looked like rape fantasy from everybody else's perspective except hers. You know, and, and I, uh, I. I I'm sorry, but for Tucker Carlson to immediately bring up humiliation porn, it was like a bad flashback for me. I was like, and nobody else it mentioned that at all that he said it. Everything else was just about, oh, well, Avenatti asked him if he ever watched porn. And he they totally blew off the humiliation porn part. I mean, that is quite a fucking stark admission, if you ask me. On Fox News, Fox News viewers learn something new. And my God, if they did a Google search after that, shit. Here, here's the thing. Ken and I talked about this last night in our. Yeah, it was a bad flashback that. for me. You know, I'm I, not trying to. I didn't to, know about that. Yeah, I didn't know about that, and I wouldn't even have picked up on it. But the fact that Tucker Carlson mentioned humiliation porn before Michael Avenatti. It's really fucked up to me. Yeah. He he said that. Mm -hmm. I'm into humiliation porn. It, it means he knows what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and I'll tell yes. you what, I, I knew I know what it is, but it's something that I've blocked out for yeah. the better part of That's nine years. And it's never anything I would drop in an interview or a casual conversation. That's you know? the messed up part about it. He knows what it is. You you know, Ken, you're talking about how you came to learn about it. Mm-hmm. But Tucker was like, yeah, here, I know what this is. First thing that pops I into my head. This. The messed up part is he thinks everybody, he assumes everybody knew what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. It, and don't, the thing is, go ahead. Don't his viewers uh, see humiliation porn with every guest he has on his show? <laughs> oh, yeah, really. But, you know... Maybe, uh, maybe, but I don't think they really get what Tucker said. Oh, no. Yeah. They don't. 
Yeah, and, and Kat points out, you know, hum, you know, humiliation is a kink. I don't judge people for the kink so long as it's consensual. I don't either, but uh, I don't. I, I, it, it was. Tucker it was Carlson. the the thing was Tucker Carlson also trying to shame Michael Avenatti yeah. and his client Stormy Daniels. He's trying to take the moral high road while talking about humiliation porn as if that's the the most casual thing in the world yes yeah but yes but like i said like i said i mean to me uh, again i agree with cat i'm not trying to kink shame this was a consensual video she made it was you know apparently it was just a you know because this again she wasn't known for doing anything else but i'm telling you what i don't i think she's consented to it but I don't. I'm telling you what; those people in that fucking video were sinister. They were sinister, and yeah, she agreed. It she agreed to it, signed the waivers and everything. And at the end, it did not seem like she was, you know, the same person. Because there was more interview than there was sex, you know. And if, you know, if, like if I said, we're going to separate wait, the video that you're talking about, which I believe you completely can. Mm-hmm. And go back to what Tucker Carlson said about uh, humiliation porn, and then take it a couple of steps back to his hypocrisy. Yeah. I mean, what are we going to do? Tucker Carlson actually said, "I watch porn," and he specifically he pointed out one kind of porn that is kind of that kind it not very common that's something you know that's not something that that just pops up you know yes you'll get like horny guys horny girls stuff like that whatever you know kind of pop-ups and stuff like that um you know it, it, it that happens but i don't see you know i don't see shit like that i mean again this is something i put out of my mind type of porn yeah. So Well he was trying to diminish, you know, Michael Avenatti yeah. and, and Stormy Daniels. And he cackled I, I, wildly about it. But anyway, I don't want to dwell too much on this because I'm already starting to feel weirded out by it. But um but yeah, so it was it was something I encountered once. It disturbed me to my core. Um it, probably because it was somebody I knew. And again, it looked like a crime. It looked like a fucking crime. Um and she seemed definitely to be changed by that that video so uh but anyway we, we got to go to the break i don't want to run too long because we got uh name calling birthdays if you got them everybody um and um uh but any other any other real quick thoughts uh, on tucker's uh um proclivities anybody anyone uh, tucker's a real big pervert I'd, I'd prefer not to think about his proclivities. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I think like, that Tucker jizzed on his bow ties. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, were you going to say something? No, I just... Uh, it's just, he kills me when he, he takes the moral high ground because he has no moral high ground. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Joe. I'm such a fake. Did you, did you guys hear... He's not around. worried about Stormy. Did you guys hear Sharky barking upstairs? <laughs> I, I did. I did. Yes. So I think he was letting us know that Tucker's down the well. <laughs> oh. 
He's down the well, all right. So <laughs> way down. Yeah, all right. I'm with Joe. I'm really. I'm with Joe. He doesn't have a moral high ground. No. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, Tucker Carlson is the guy who's like, "Hi, I'm going to bring my guest, the straw man. Yeah. His last name is Argument." Oh, Welcome oh! To the white supremacy hour. With oh, Tucker I forgot. Hey. I, I needed to play this uh, Alex Jones uh, uh, clip real quick. Um, but because there's two kinds of pe- there's two types of people in this world, everybody. Uh, here you go. There's two types of people: people that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I did not edit that. That was when uh, he got. (laughs) You can shake my hand. It's okay. Uh, But listen, folks. Listen, folks. Don't my keyboard. No. Listen, folks. They're coming after me. Next thing you know, they're gonna try and take down Trump. We're gonna take down Limbaugh. We're gonna take take everything down. You don't stand up for me. Then, well, you can say goodbye to America. Uh, also, there's fluoride in the water, and there's mind control, and lizard people also ate my balls. Uh, but yeah, we actually, that's a big tease for uh, clip ever now. Alex Jones, Alex Jones, uh, later in the program. But yeah, again, once again, everybody. There's two types of people, people that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. So, <laughs> so you're type two because <laughs> uh, he got busted he got busted at being you know the asshole that says that trans people or have met or are mentally ill um uh he got busted watching trans porn he got busted watching um a video called naughty tea babe relieved uh, of cock hunger by stud is the video he was watching so yeah fuck you alex jones you asshole um, but, uh, anyway, um, we're going to go to the break right now. Green news report coming up, man, we're super late, but it's okay. We'll go through rapid fire name calling and stuff after the green news report. We'll be right back after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody. It's Thursday, September 13, 2018. Even if you've ridden out storms before, this one is different. Officials warn Hurricane Florence could knock out power for weeks. Hopefully everyone in the Philippines is aware of what is heading their way. Ten million people are also in the path of super typhoon Manghut. Amid all of that, Trump administration moves to make it easier for oil and gas companies to release methane... Plus, climate change is moving faster than we are. United Nations chief warns of dangerous tipping point on climate change. All of those tipping points and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We are totally prepared. We're as ready as anybody's ever been. Does he even know what a hurricane is? It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Nailed it. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, 10 million Americans now in the path of 
Hurricane Florence and another 10 million Filipinos in the path of the even larger Super Typhoon Manghut. Yes, it's uh, looking pretty dangerous out there. Climate change is going very well. As we go to air, Monster Hurricane Florence is still on track to hit the East Coast as a major storm and is forecast to stall, dumping potentially historic rainfall. No matter where Florence ultimately makes landfall, its broad geographic footprint will bring destructive winds, dangerous storm surge, and many days of relentless rain, triggering potentially historic coastal and and inland flooding. Floodwaters will be a toxic soup of chemicals and waste. State officials are warning residents in its path that it could take days or weeks to restore many essential services like electricity, water, sewers, roads, and communications. Well, if it makes you feel any better, only two of the 12 nuclear reactors that are in the path of the storm are the exact same model As those that failed in Fukushima. That does not make me feel better. Sorry. Hurricane Florence is only one of nine active or potential tropical cyclones simultaneously churning around the northern hemisphere. And it's not even the strongest one. In the western Pacific, Category 5 Super Typhoon Manghut is bearing down on the Philippines and Hong Kong. According to veteran meteorologist Guy Walton on a recent broadcast, this simultaneous storm activity in both the Atlantic and the Pacific is very rare and consistent with what we'd expect to see with global warming. With the ocean heat content rising and atmospheric content rising, I do believe that you will get more potential energy for more storms. As you get more heat, you will get more storms, and that's exactly what we're seeing. At the White House this week, President Donald Trump asserted that the federal government is ready to respond to Florence, and then he inexplicably boasted about last year's botched response to Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico, in which ultimately nearly 3,000 U.S. citizens died. I actually think uh, it was one of the best jobs that's ever been done with respect to what this is all about. I think the Puerto Rico was was an incredible, unsung success. Maybe there's a reason people are unsinging it, Mr. President. Also this week, new documents show that earlier this summer, the administration diverted $10 million from FEMA operations to the ICE immigrant detention program. Well, priorities. Meanwhile, in a victory for the oil and gas industry, the administration this week proposed lifting Obama-era restrictions limiting the release of potent climate-warming methane gas from oil and natural gas drilling on the public's lands. Health experts warn the rollback will increase hazardous air pollution and allowing drillers to waste far more natural gas through flaring and venting also means they'll get to pay less in royalties to the public. And again, this announcement comes in the same week that Hurricane Florence is barreling towards the East Coast. And on the same day, the Secretary General of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, issued a dire warning. Climate change is moving faster than we are. If we do not change course by 2020, we risk missing the point where we can avoid runaway climate change with disastrous consequences for people and all the natural systems that sustain us. Guterres also challenged fossil fuel industry propaganda that tackling climate change could harm economic growth. This is hogwash. In fact, the opposite is true. There is nothing to lose from acting. There is everything 
to gain. Everything to gain unless you're in the coal or oil industry or happen to be one of the many politicians who benefit from all of their campaign cash. For much more on today's stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm gonna clean up the Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. There's two types of people. People that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. All right, welcome back to Turn Up Night with Alex Jones. I even got booted from InfoWars, so now i got to be on this low-rent show called Turn Up the Night. But good news, the globalist agenda has been un- unmasked. We know what they're up to. We know they're coming after Trump, coming after me, and Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, of course, uh, Joseph in Torses, Grand Pennsylvania, The Electric City. Hello, Get me scared here. I think I died and went to InfoWars. <laughs> it's not human intelligence. <laughs> I've been working on my Alex. I've been working on my subdued Alex Jones impression. Okay, folks. I'm American. I'm an American. I don't want to be here. All right, folks. I'm going to take off my shirt, eat some ribs on InfoWars.com. So <laughs> that's inspired by uh, Heather. <laughs> she says, Alex, oh, she's like, oh, God, every time I think of him, I, th- I see shirtless pics of him eating ribs. Uh, uh, well, that's how I save on my laundry bills. And plus, the water has fluoride in it, and I don't want it to control my mind. So, <laughs> so I just lick lick the drippings off my chest. Uh, so <laughs> Oh. Believe it or not, I'm a husky man, but I'm very flexible. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, buy and also... You can buy those uh, chest hairs at uh, my store. Hey, yes, oh, yeah. Kenny, even I'm gay and I'm thinking... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta... <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Infowars.com. We got a uh, new beauty line product. He has a new beauty line product over at Infowars. I swear to I shit you <laughs> not. You fucking kidding? Uh, no, no, it's it's pathetic. And uh, but uh, anyway, but yeah, Tim, Tim Coromel, uh, uh also in Scranton, Pennsylvania, with his lovely husband Ron uh, is in the in studio audience. Uh, welcome back to the program. Thank you, thank you. No problem. And Bobber, the Braumeister, Washington, D.C. Tell me everything you know. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Bobber. Oh, is he he with us? (laughs) Oh, there he is. All right. I heard you now. Oops, sorry. 
Howdy, howdy. All right. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program as well. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Are you ready to be our girl Friday? Skincare line. Oh, yeah. You, you want to exfoliate? Because the chemtrails are leaving a residue on your skin, and you start to turn into a lizard people. If you don't get that that off, you'll start growing scales. Put it up in your hoo ha. Next thing you know, (laughs) next thing. Oh, oh, that was too much for you, men. Yeah. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're out there chomping balls because you you're lizard person. So you need to exfoliate with Infowars Beauty Care line. (laughs) <laughs> and you end up with coronis disease. Oh, it's all yeah. screwed up then. Just tape a splint on it. Um, <laughs> anyway, Rain, oh our girl Friday, you're back. You ready? I'm back. I am uh-huh. ready. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, Rain. You remember how to do it? I do. It hasn't been that long. I know. <laughs> oh, thank I'm you, smart. Jake. Thank you, Jake Colley. He posted a lizard people ate my balls picture. I've never seen that before. Did you make that? Because <laughs> I did. I did coin the phrase lizard people ate my balls. It was based on an old internet meme called uh, Spock ate my balls. Um <laughs> And and I just adapted it to Alex Jones's lizard people like my balls. You don't want to be a ball trumper. You want Alex Jones skin beauty care. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, we can't even talk about this. Not tonight, maybe in the future. But Biscuit. anyway, in in the chat tonight, and I'm sorry if not everybody gets biscuits, but You got any biscuits for sale in there? But tonight we have Adam Heber, we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Colley, we have Kat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. Um, we have cool black dude. Hi, Joey. Your Joey Word. Southern Progressive Revival. Um, we have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus. We have Mount Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. Uh, Moo Mayor, President. Myself, Sandy and Durwood, Tim Cormel, and Trojan Rabbit. Thank you, Rain. <laughs> so it's a lovely room tonight. Uh, Kat says, uh, honestly, a lot of the trans women sex workers were a bit grossed out to find out that Alex Jones might watch their work. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that. So, uh, <laughs> well. What, what, my money's not good enough for you? But, you know, but once again, Alex Jones, he doesn't watch porn, Um, you know. There's two types of people, people that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. Why would he say that right after he said there's two types of people? Because he lies about it. He lies about porn. Because I'm a liar. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. 
Uh, I anyway. love that clip so much. I really do. Is, is the uh, beauty product that uh, Alex Jones is pushing it? Is these the are these the uh, the vagina egg, vaginal eggs? <laughs> uh, they could no, be. They could be. Uh, what's her name? That's Gwyneth Paltrow. Did you see? They oh. will pay $45,000 in civil penalties for lying to customers about the benefits of its vaginal egg products. Well, that's that's goop. That's not InfoWars. We got a different. We use Benoit balls over here. Uh, so, <laughs> Adam Hebert, what did you just walk into? Yeah, I'm wondering the same thing. <laughs> well, uh, uh, you know, Enterprise Alabama, you're on the air. First, you give me the delightful mental image of Frank Franklin Graham jizzing in his pants. Thank you very much. <laughs> Where else is he going to jizz? That, that doesn't mean I want to think about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, you know, there. there are options, I'm sure, but I'm drawing a blank at the moment. <laughs> it's my first day of vacation. I did not want that in my head on my first day of vacation. You're on vacation. <laughs> I tried to come up with an Alex Jones thing for Ten beautiful yeah. days where I don't have to worry about that godforsaken paradise that I where I call a job. Amen. Amen. There you go. <laughs> but, I think uh, I- yeah, we're counting down. We're counting down until AWA. I'll be seeing Miles in the shell next Wednesday. We'll be going yes. to dinner, and then Thursday. We pack up the automobile and we go to Atlanta, where I can. Co- I'm going to break this here instead of tomorrow night, Kenny. I oh. confirm. Breaking I news confirm. right here on Turn Up the Night with Alex Jones, Adam Haber, yeah. our correspondent in Enterprise, right. Alabama. He did tell me it's about the uh, it's about the globalist <laughs> agenda, right? Uh, that is, if you consider Steve Blum, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, Greg Greg Griffin. My, and my, uh, Michael Sinternick Klaus and Dante Vasco part of the globalist agenda, sure. Wow, very nice. But yeah, absolutely, they're part of the globalist agenda. Voice yeah, actors. Those anime voice actors, you got to watch out for them. Anime voice actors. I do not watch anime. There are two kinds of people in this world. People who watch anime, people who lie about it. And I was not watching anime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got I got to cool it down. My throat's gonna be fucked if I keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have trouble with that voice. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so that's exciting. So uh, uh, run down the list one more time for us. Uh, who you're gonna be talking to All at right. AWA? First and foremost, I'll be talking to Steve Blum, who is in the Guinness Book of World Records for most voice roles in video games but of course if you watch the uh if you watch anime you've probably heard his voice at least once his most famous role is spike spiegel in cowboy bebop i already told you i don't watch anime (laughs) i'm kidding uh, of course (laughs) i know uh then of course there's also mary elizabeth mcglynn who is major kusanagi in the ghost in the shell standalone complex series you have a drop from uh, Bato uh, from that series, ri- voiced by Richard Upcar, who I unfortunately don't have an interview with because he's not there. Well, yes, I do. I do have this, and we can play this probably for just about all the people we've heard from on the show. Uh, every conservative. Yep. And just what are you going to talk about? You don't even know your own name, you stupid dickhead. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's Gray Griffin, who is more known by her her uh, other name, Gray Delisle. She was she's the voice of Daphne Blake, the new versions of Scooby Doo. Nice. And uh, if you've watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, she plays this delightful psychotic named Azula. Okay. The lightful nice. part of sarcasm, just so everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dante Basco plays her brother Zuko mm-hmm. in Avatar: The Last Airbender. And then Michael Sinternaclaus, of course. I this is a command perform. This is a comp- command performance from Michael Sinternaclaus. Yes, he's the voice of the adventure, and he was also in Summer Wars, which is probably one of my favorite Japanese films of all time. You got to put that interview in the best of in the in the uh, show that you're going to do for uh, you know the the nerd talk show for AWA because it's really interesting because yeah. he actually talks about his last name Santa Claus. If it sounds like Santa Claus, you're right. <laughs> um, th- th- there's a reason, and uh, I, but yeah, I don't remember the exact conversation about his last name, but it's very cool. It's very cool. Um, well, I thought it was French, and it turns out it was Danish. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, cool, man. Um, uh, anything else, real quick, before we let you go? Because we're we're getting to the top of the hour, and I don't know if anybody, anybody's going to call anybody else. No, uh, no. But uh, congratulations on moving in your house, Rain and Bob. <laughs> Rain and Bob. Thank you. Thank you. And and uh, Tim, it's delightful to be on with you. Good, good, good to be on here. Good to see you, Adam. And of course, Joe. What can I say about you other than Joe? Hey, just, uh, don't don't, uh, don't come into my neighborhood, okay? Hey, hey uh, stay out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is someone trying? Is someone trying to say something to me yeah, before I'm I go? I'm trying to say something, Adam. Yes, I got to tell you, Joe is trying to move into our basement. <laughs> I'm in my own basement right now. Yeah, I know what you're doing, Joe. What am I doing? <laughs> you're trying to move into our basement. I'm I know what's basement. happening. I have two witnesses that yeah. I'm in my basement. Trace the call. Yeah. It's coming from inside the house. My squad car's in the wheelchair right now. Just get out of that house. Just get out of that house. What an old-timey sounding copy. If Joe was. moves into Rain's basement, can I move into Joe's house? <laughs> you can move into my basement. <laughs> Moving into the dungeon. You get the 900-inch television. That's right. <laughs> oh, and you you downgraded from the twelve hundred inch. Yeah, I, I needed one that I, I needed one in the small room. Yeah, I still have the twelve hundred inch. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. You, you, <laughs> the yeah. nine hundred inch I could carry around. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, you know, well, it's like a Palm Pilot. <laughs> no, it's like the, the new iPhone ten, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Adam, watch the door behind you when you go into Joe's dungeon, though. Yes. <laughs> I will be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks thanks for having me as always, guys. And uh, I'll be on the air tomorrow. But don't forget, we are off the air next week because I'm going to be rubbing elbows with very prominent anime voice actors. Yeah, the Ooh. anime jet set. Very nice. All right. Well, Adam, uh, of course, check out Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio for Humans. Of course, Miles, Michelle, and John will be there, and I'll be on the back half of the show. But don't just wait for me. Listen to the whole show. It'll be fun. Yeah, actually, the whole show. 
depending on what time Susan oh. comes home, I might be there for the whole show. I'll let you know. So, um, oh well, that that would be delightful. Ken. You guys you know, can help. You know, we've always got a, a, a space for you. Yeah, you can help keep me out of trouble. Uh, so anyway, all right. Have a good night, Adam. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, everyone. All right. Bye bye. Stay frosty, everyone. Bye. All right. Good night. Good night, Adam. I'm sorry, but uh, that was all the time we had for calls tonight. My apologies, but I want to make sure we get to Mad Libs and all the other uh, crazy, kooky, wacky audio and give some breathing room to everybody in the next segment here because I've been talking a lot and, you know, playing lots of clips. I I don't have a lot of audio left, but a decent amount uh, to to, uh, carry us over. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, stick around. We'll be right back with lots more from me, Bob, Rain, Joe, and Tim. And of course our live studio audience, Ron, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so okay. we'll be, Yay, we're, Ron, can we get some applause? Sure. It, it'll right. be on a delay though, unless you poke them. <laughs> there it is. Can, you hear there that? You I, I did. I did. Very nice. Very nice. I heard a clap. Yeah. Uh, well, I, like, I, you know, I could play it for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, perfect. Look at that. I, I want to send everything. hugs to Ron. Hugs. <laughs> I miss you, Ron. Hugs. All right. Very you. good. We have I to can't wait to meet. House. Yeah, I can't wait to meet yes. both you guys too. You, you're coming to Cleveland sometime, or we'll come down to you. So. <clears throat> Actually, it'd probably be easier if we just came down there, and then we could all uh, all six of us hang out. So yeah, maybe Joe and Barb come down too. Perhaps so. There's a party. Could be some kind of stock, progressive yeah. stock, yeah. stock stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Before I go off on a tangent, I gotta. Uh, uh, we gotta go to break. Uh, but we'll be right back. We'll have a little more breathing room in the next segment for everybody. Uh, we'll be right back with lots more. Uh, the final hour of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio. And KennyPick.com. Uh, banana oil. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. There's two types of people. People that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. Focus for maximum picture quality. And please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with 
swirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. Radio for humans. <laughs> Trump cultists need not apply. I really need to stop doing that. I really do. <laughs> and, of course, joining me on the program, as always, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., in the brand new, the brand spanking new Beltway Bureau. We're still on the Beltway. So we're <laughs> still underneath the deep state belt. You're down in the, the swamp where they got all those gay frogs, chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> See, that really does hurt the throat, Ken. I don't yeah. know how you do that. Uh, very very carefully. Uh, so <laughs> and, of course, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in the brand newly minted, brand new division of the Beltway Bureau. Uh, you've said you said farewell to the old Beltway Bureau, and now you're on the new one. Welcome back to Braumeister. It's shiny and new. That makes it better. Actually, Love, new, exciting, and new. Um, <laughs> Uh, the love boat. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, uh, that that iconic laugh you hear there, uh, everyone. No, it's not my box. It's not just this. <laughs> it's the real the real deal. Is it live or is it Timorex? It's Timorex. Tim Carmel. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm here. I'm so excited. This is very fun. Uh, two, uh, an entire week of Tim Cornwell being on for all three hours. This is very exciting. And, of course, uh, your wingman, the uh, clown car mechanic, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, and, of course, owner-operator, the clown car garage. We only have a left wing, you know. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you fly around in circles, right? That's right. We only make left turns. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> of course. So, <laughs> so uh, all right, everybody. We're going to go ahead and get into a little bit of audio and give some breathing room to everybody to, to discuss whilst I fill out Mad Libs. Uh, this one, oh, my God. Um, uh, Rain, I, I shared this with you. I think you, you saw it um, briefly, but Norm MacDonald decided to uh he he made uh, he was talking about the me too movement and he was like uh, boy i sure i'm glad that's dying down makes mm -hmm. it hard for me to get a date or something like that just something really ignorant right that's so ignorant. <laughs> so he um and he was like oh you know when it's 900 women i can understand but it's one woman no you know and it was really really grotesque shit so he he knew he fucked up and he has a new netflix series so oh. he he's on the apology tour well he went on to the howard stern show the other day and decided to decided to apologize but boy, did he make things worse. And I really like Norm MacDonald, but Jesus Christ, dude, just think. Think before you speak. So so here he is going ahead and, and he apologizes and, and says he was he misspoke about, you know, the Me Too movement. But then he said something 
Justice Crass about another group of individuals. Listen. Hey, listen, I have people in my life who are victims <laughs> of, of real bad sexual abuse. I do too. Uh, and rape, everything. Yes. And they it go through. It destroys their life. It destroys their life. They're never the same. Oh, and of they, their whole body shake at the thought of it. Some of them even black out when they when they think about this yeah, thing. It's horrible. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, I, I know that. I, and of you know, course, uh, you know, you'd have to be. You'd have to have Down syndrome. Oh, not Jesus! To know that. That's my new word. Down right. syndrome. Damn it. That's yeah. a good word. You'd have to have right. Down syndrome. Uh, to not feel sorry for you know. Of, of course, I. Uh, I, 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 I me too uh, is what you want for your your daughters. You know yes, what I mean? And of you, course, you, you no! want that to be the future world. Of course. Are you sorry you did the interview? Yeah. We, we, you, you wish you hadn't done it. Well, I, you know, I listen, if you could I go in a time never, machine, I wish I never had to do an interview in the, uh, you know, especially print interview. Yes. You know, because why print, is that? Print interviews. Well, because they, you know, they edit it and they put it together and they. Uh, ask you questions that maybe you don't want to answer right and uh um they put things together that you're saying and and you know i'm a fucking dumb guy i get confused and shit so they were asking me about a whole bunch of things at the same time yeah you're a fucking dumb guy all right mm. jesus rain go ahead no, he, he's not a dumb guy he is an igni- it, he's ignorant did you hear in the middle of that interview when he said, yeah, I want me too for my daughters? Yeah. That pissed me off. You and me both. That pissed me off because that means you don't even get it. I am not a fan of Howard Stern, but I got to tell you something. Howard Stern is one of the most brilliant interviewers around. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Look at you calling the Spicer drop. <laughs> that he, is actually, so he actually got insane. that dude to say, "Oh, I really want me too to be around for my daughters." Period. You stupid, dumb man. Yes. Let me just say this much too. Mm-hmm. Me too is not is about women and men. Yes, yes. it is. Been sexually harassed. Look at Terry Mr. Crews. Yes. Yeah. And it's not just for his daughters. Exactly. For everybody. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Any Tim. victim. Any victim. You can in the sexual harassment training. <laughs> <laughs> Norm MacDonald doesn't seem to get what Me Too is about. It's not just about a bunch of women saying, Oh, I was touched in a bad place. I don't it's think he not cares. That. I don't think he cares. That's the problem. It's not some self-help group, you know, that like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous or something. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Great point. Great point. I wanted to be run for my daughters. Well, you know, how about you know, guys not being necessary because guys are brought up to you know, and women to not not to sexually uh, assault other people. Thank you, and, and and seriously, thank you, Tim. But and then just sit back and compare it to Down syndrome. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah. It, 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 well, to say that you know you would have, have to have Down syndrome, you would have to have Down syndrome to not understand the significance of. In to me, you know what? I'll tell you what. I've I, known I've known many people. One of my best friends had an uncle with Down syndrome. One of my uh, uh, another best friend uh, when I was a young kid. 
his father and mother ran um, a, a, a bunch of different homes for people with Down syndrome and other mm-hmm. similar, uh, you know, afflictions. And, you know, it was, it was basically to create independent, you know, independent yeah. slash codependent living. So I've been around uh, people with Down syndrome, uh, you know, in, in the early part of my life uh, quite a bit for the first 20 years of my life. Uh, went to school with kids with, with Down syndrome, uh, but again, one of my one of my best friends, his uncle had Down syndrome, and one of the kindest, most loving, compassionate people that if they see pain, if they see somebody else in pain, they feel yes. it. They feel it just as much. Yes, I'm. I'm really glad that you brought that up because uh, you know I, I lived next door to a who was an older gentleman who took care of his nephew who was down syndrome mm-hmm. and and i have one of my te- my music teacher from high school he has a down syndrome son these people with down syndrome are not stupid they are empathetic they get it yeah they the, they the idea the a- idea that you know that he said that you have to be down syndrome not to get it is ridiculous. Yeah. Rain, it's, you know what I think we all need? You well, know what we all need? Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah. Little bread of O into Heezy. Joe, did you want to chime in on this? Well, you know, I mean, uh, here we go again. Uh, typical male who doesn't understand what he's talking about digs a hole. And then gets to the bottom and starts digging again. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, sometimes you have to know when to shut up. And uh, Nora, Joe, why don't they shut up? Just shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Shut up. And hopefully, he's teaching his daughters not, not. It isn't that they need his protection or the protection of anybody. It's that they have to be able to stand up and be looked at as equals and not be looked at as sexual objects to be taken as men please you know mm-hmm. it's to give them strength I think that's what the Me Too movement was all about to give them power wow yeah mm. I concur um, Bob did you want to jump in here a little bit more no I'm good we can move on to the next one all right. So, yeah, so Norm MacDonald, um, it, he was on. Did you see? Uh, I, I didn't get audio from it, but did any of you see him on The View apologizing for his apology? Oh, no. <laughs> he was on The View? Oh, dear God. Why would it, it, it was so uncomfortable. Well, he has to because he has a new Netflix series. That's how he got himself into this shithole <laughs> in the first place. Because he's trying to promote his show, and he's like, eh, well, you know, it's all me too thing. Eh, you know, uh, I'm glad it's dying down. Then he's like, no, no, I'm so sorry about that. You'd have to have Down syndrome to think that. Oh, then he goes on to The View, and he's like, mm, yeah, you know, you're having a hard time when you apologize for an apology. And then he just was, he was like eating mints on the show instead of talking at, at certain points. It was so fucking awkward. Yeah, mm. that's why John Vitervo says we need a he needs slapping law. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, What's wrong with these guys? 
Sorry, I'm, I'm sure my room has an echo. But seriously, uh, no, what's it's, wrong? It's all right. Earlier in the show, Kenny, you were apologizing about Puerto Rico, which, you know what? That's fine. Yes. The fact that Norm McDonald is he's out there, oh, Down syndrome. I wish my, I'm really happy my daughters are going to have the Me Too movement. What the, what is, okay, I'm having a moment. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? What is wrong with them? He went uh, on the view. Yeah, he went on the view. He went on the view. Whoopi like, was very like, kind to him. Whoopi was very Whoopi kind. Didn't to him. kick his ass with the, the cloth you were just staining your desk with. <sighs> like, Jesus. stop it already. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Mm. I, I I'm telling you, I I'm sorry to take time from the show, but. No, please. So we've had Me Too for over a year and a half. For somebody like Norm Macdonald to be like, oh, oh, this Me Too. Are you not paying attention? Oh, definitely. He's definitely not paying attention. Everybody out there, pay attention. Women are yeah. not fucking around anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to be like, yeah, maybe I need to rethink my priorities. Maybe I need to think... Differently. Think with the big head, not the little one. See? Look at that. Don't think with your penis. Don't say penis in this house. (laughs) There you go. Jesus. Uh. No, okay, well, yeah, so, all right, so, uh, well, we got one more, one more thing before the break, uh, and, uh, it starts like, starts like this, folks. to get me the strength and the words to unlock the spirit of humanity with a huge awakening to bring these people down forever and to bind them for hell. By the power of Grayskull. I submit to it with pleasure. Okay, folks. You want to know what I said the other day? Well, Kenny Pick has it here for you. Uh, yeah, um, you know, of course, Alex Jones was banned from, uh, Twitter and all kinds of other social media, and, you know, I think iTunes, Stitcher, stuff like that, um, and <laughs> what's really adorable about all this, and I think we should probably play a little of this, uh, you know, That's Uh, is that if you notice on Twitter, he hasn't been trending at all since that happened. It's like it happened, and then people are like, all right, we give up. (laughs) You know? All right, Alex is banned for for life. We don't care anymore. Well, he really wants people to care. And and this is, if you don't stand up for me, folks, I'm telling you what. Next thing you know, that that's the kind of bullshit he says here. I know everything. I know everything. Now, I know <laughs> when I see a PR rollout so that everybody, when they have the mass shooting or the bombing, and it's blamed on an Alex Jones fan and a Trump supporter, everyone would have already heard that I've been pre-demonized, so no one will want to stand up for me. And people will say, well, I guess we got to take his website down itself and take him off the air. 
And then in the aftermath of the blown up nursery or the shot up school, and them saying an Alex Jones fan did it, the minute you don't stand up for me, <laughs> within days, Drudge Report's going to be taken down, Rush Limbaugh, everyone no, will no. be taken off the air. All of them. They'll have riots everywhere. They're riots. preparing to take the president out. <laughs> CNN even has an article that Pence is preparing to remove Trump, 25th Amendment. <laughs> They're sticking Honestly, stickers on the president's geez. back saying he's a piece of garbage. They're putting what? things on the door that say crazy town. <laughs> They're running psyops right now. Psyops. To overthrow our government. And the Chicoms and the globalists are all behind it. Globalists. And when we see people rally behind the president with 40, 57 days left, will with 57 days left, will we see you wake up to this and understand that this is how authoritarians work. They pick one person to demonize first. Uh -huh. They set the pressure to destroy them. Neat. And then once that's accepted with that one person, all of their dominoes fall. I am domino number one in the false flag. They're preparing <laughs> any day now to do it. I'm domino number one in the false flag. <laughs> what the fuck? He's so goddamn crazy. Right. This is like the literal personification of he's he's a legend in his own mind yeah. remember that you remember the uh, the the saying from from uh, the famous saying from world war ii first they came for the jews and i did nothing yeah yeah for the well first they came for alex jones and also and we all uh celebrated then they came for rush limbaugh <laughs> and we dance in the streets right. <laughs> first they came for the sandy hook truthers right then they came for the feminazi spewers. Mm, right. God damn it. And then they came for Dan Badondi. <laughs> Dan Badondi. <laughs> Nobody came for any of them. <laughs> no, thank you. That's pretty much true, right? <laughs> came for Alex Jones and nobody was like, nobody. And Alex like, Jones and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who? Who? Okay, <laughs> oh, oh, he's that nut job. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I got a, I got a Dan Badondi clip for you. Here you go. Plain and simple, just revenge, and I live by two things: ground and pound. Ground and pound. Benjamin Netanyahu. Ground and pound. That doesn't sound sexual at all. I, I yeah. hope that we get. I hope that we get universal health care because it <laughs> might help Dambadandi's speech impediment. Ground and bound. Ground and pound. Well, Rain, you said it. Nobody comes for them, so. <laughs> yeah. No. Is there is there Nobody like an came for them? Is there like an anti? Is there like an anti ambulance? Uh, well, I suppose that's a hearse. Uh, so. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Nobody came for them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, very nice. So, uh, anyway, anybody, uh, anybody have have more? What's that? You want more, Alex Jones? <laughs> oh no, no, I got it, I got it. So, um, but I, I was busy. I was I was not looking at porn on uh, a minute ago. There's two types of people: people that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the best clip of ever, uh, all time. I love that clip. 
Uh, there it, are two it, other kinds of people. People who come after people who look at porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who um, don't come after people who look at porn. People Actually. Peroni's disease porn. Right. Oh, well, God I'll tell you, Joe. I'll I'll tell you what. The last video that Alex Jones was watching uh, was this. In this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. <laughs> That's it. thank Bobber for that one. So uh, I assembled it, but he was the inspiration. So, or, or blame me, either one. <laughs> or blame, yes, blame Bobber. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think so. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know what would be worse than that? And this one time, at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. Now with our famous hot gravy. <laughs> Ouch. Just keep adding on to that fucker. Incoming Happy Meal. Incoming Happy Meal. Oh, oh, oh. Look at Joe calling me out for uh, the Trump fast food delivery. Let's have a shot. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I love it when we get I love it when we get Bobber to, to get that staccato laugh of his. I love that so much. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, I'll tell you what. It is break time. Uh, we're testing out a new all new Mad Libs book. I got three Mad Libs for everybody tonight. Might have one more piece of audio, uh, maybe two. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna. Huh? Can I can I read one quick thing before we go to break? Yeah, go ahead. The uh, chat room a little bit earlier was like, what? No poly walnuts? We're not talking about poly walnuts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, that's uh, right. So I thought I would read uh, at Ed Krasenstein uh, uh, about three hours ago tweeted this. Mike Pence has to be shaking in his boots right now. Thank Paul you. chose Mike Pence as Trump's VP for a reason. And now Robert Mueller is about to find out exactly why. I'm willing to bet it wasn't because Manafort thought it was cute that Mike Pence calls his own wife mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's Before nice. We go to break, that that was is... the tweet of the day. <laughs> okay. That's I'm good. I'm going to say this really quick before we go to break. I, yeah. I talked to Bob about this earlier. Just this past week, Mike Pence said, oh, yes, I would love to talk to, to Mueller. I would I'd be more than willing to talk to Mueller. <laughs> yeah. And and he said that, you know, about a year and a half ago. And the fact that Mueller doesn't want to talk to him, in my opinion, means that Pence is a target. I like that. Mueller doesn't want to talk to him. Dun dun dun. Yeah, for sure. So uh <laughs> uh yeah and Pence is like, please, Sit, mother, please, mother, mother, please, mother, please, uh, it, mother, well, mother, please, oh, maybe, no. maybe he thought, maybe Thank he thought, you, I would love to, sp- maybe when he was asked, would you like to talk to Muller, maybe he, he thought, they said, would you like to talk to mother, so uh, that's probably I'm what I'm telling but, you, there is a but reason Joe, why. Yeah, but, but Joe, Joe you, you were saying something too, and you got cut off, what were you saying? I want what he's having. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. But yes, and I'm sorry we didn't talk about Polly Walnuts all night. It's just we just kind of got carried away with everything else. But yeah, uh, uh, also an article uh, from today that I shared. Uh, Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz. Um, oh, somebody better call Eric to go on to Fox and Friends and make a shekels m- a remark about him because uh, he says uh, this is from the Hill. It says Manafort cooperation is a big win for Mueller by Chris Mills Rodrigo over on the Hill. Uh, real quick, Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz on Friday said former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort's guilty plea earlier that day was a big win for special counsel Robert Mueller in the, his investigation. Potentially, mm-hmm. Manafort's guilty plea opens up a lot of doors that probably haven't been opened before, Dershowitz, who is a columnist for The Hill, said on MSNBC on Friday. I think from the point of view of Mueller, this is a big win. This is a big gain because he gets access to somebody, he added. Uh, and, of course, adding on to that, Manafort pleaded guilty on Friday to two federal charges in a deal that includes cooperation with Mueller, who is investigating whether there was collusion between President Trump's campaign and Moscow during the 2016 election. And it's a big win. It's a big win. Again, the best end cap to any infrastructure week of recent history. So... <laughs> <laughs> I love I love calling every week infrastructure week. <laughs> every week is infrastructure week. Yeah, because <clears throat> damn it. Because we're anyway, but yeah, I'm sorry we didn't mention Polly Walnuts. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was a huge thing. But there's just so much craziness going on right now. It's it's nuts. So, um, but anyway, right. on that. Oh, go ahead. Pence is a target. During the break, check out Joe's new picture of Eric Trump. All right, I shall uh, <laughs> pick at fences. Uh, <laughs> huh? Here it comes. Here it comes. All right. So, uh, no. <laughs> oh God! Look at that grin. God damn it, Joe! All right, all right. God We're gonna... damn it, Joe. Yeah, seriously, Joe. What are you, what have you done? What have you done? Now you're gonna have to rock me to God sleep tonight. Damn it! So <laughs> should never let me near Photoshop. Well, I'm, I'm actually it's too late, that, Joe. God damn it! It's too late. Yeah, look at that. It's too late. Scary. All right. Just American Horror Story. Yeah. This song is from uh, a song from Bobber. It's kind of a long one, but I need I need a little bit of time on this break. Uh, and and it's uh, dedicated to the prump uh, the prump the prump presidency <laughs> the Trump presidency coming undone. This one's for you, uh, <laughs> Forrest Trump. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, coming undone by Bob Rouse. On this break, we'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Fuck you, Cleveland! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! 
My Peroni has a first name. It's A-L-E-X Jones. My Peroni. Oh, I'm sorry. We're back on air. Uh, thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania twice. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> I just thought of that dumb thing. Well, I was feeding the cats. That's why I had to take a long break, because I had a bunch of cats giving me a death gaze. They were like, why haven't you fed us daddy dinner? So see, it's not, see with dogs, they just eat who? Yeah. <laughs> your foot. Sure. You know, I know we, we actually have audio of the last time, uh, Sharky, uh, went at your foot, Joe. And, uh, it's, it's pretty horrific. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Serious. Oh, ah. So, uh, yeah, right. I had to run upstairs. I heard something funny. Crash. You know, Rain, you know how, how you know something's wrong, Rain, with your dog, that something they have isn't right. And I went upstairs, and what do you think he, Sharky had in his mouth? Um, My iPhone. Oh, oh I was going to say the TV. I was going to say the TV, so I was close. I <laughs> no, the 900-inch? <laughs> Oh, yeah, crunch, crunch. What yeah. the hell, man? He wanted to make a call. He, he said, I, you know, I want to listen. He said, I want to listen to Turn Up the Night. What the hell? He's so. a, you know, you know, Sharky's a thief. He 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 got uh, Joe's keys the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got the keys to my car. I wouldn't give them back. Yeah. Well, did he get the clown car keys? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no. I keep them. You know, he, he you know, Kyle. Yeah. Say say it again, showed, Joe. Uh, uh, I was showing, I was showing Tim and Ryan the collies with their long snout. He has learned to stick his snout into my pocket and pick it, whatever's in it. If I have a tissue, if I have my keys, he goes in my pocket, takes it, and runs. Yep. Luckily, wow. He didn't. Uh, so I'm going to take him to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sharky, get out of that car! You can't drive. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> no. Yeah. Luckily, he didn't uh, chew the uh, you know the uh, wireless remote piece that you need to start the car. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's the piece he had in his mouth. One crunch, and uh, my car was going to sit in my garage the rest of the the rest of the the way. Yep, that's it. That's yep. it. <laughs> all right well everybody welcome back to the program uh it, it, we don't i i have a couple of clips that but they're kind of inconsequential at this point uh let's go ahead and get to mad libs because uh we've got i'm trying out an, another new mad lib book tonight everybody it's gonna be fun here we go i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore this is madness don't get mad get mad libs <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. Uh, let's go. Since he is our guest uh, for uh, tonight and um, was on Tuesday, we'll do reverse alphabetical order. Once again, Tim Cormel, I need the name of a male conservative. Male conservative. Or Trump cultist, Fox News personality, radio show host, whatever. <laughs> Becca Carlson. Ah, uh, an evergreen asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And uh, Rain, uh, that would put you next. The name of a conservative female. Oh, good God. Laura Ingram. Oh, did you see that her brother's Twitter account? Yeah, her brother. Her brother's like, she's a monster. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Joe, I need a number, sir. 84. All right, Bobber, I need uh, the last name of a conservative. Um, hmm, Santorum. <laughs> uh, I just read it in context, so it's, that's nice. That could be a noun, too. It could be. It could be. All right, so, uh, Tim, uh, first name of a conservative male. First name of a conservative male. Uh, Mitch. Mitch. (laughs) Of course, you know, Mitch McConnell, who's famous, they're saying. Like a knife fight in an alley. Yeah. (laughs) Like a a lettuce in my beak. Um, (laughs) um, Rain, part of the body. Um, spleen. Spleen. Ooh, the rarely used spleen. Very nice. Um, in Mad Libs, rarely used. That is. Uh, Joe, last name of a conservative. Carlson. Well, we did Tucker Carlson already. You want to pick somebody else? Okay. Um. Um, Ryan. 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 Okay, very nice. As in uh, Paul Ayn Rand Ryan. Uh, Junior. (laughs) The fifth. (laughs) Uh, All right, Bobber, an occupation. An occupation, plural. You there, Bob? Bob? You thinking, Bobber? or are you muted, or is Bobber? it internet? Okay, I'm gonna step in. An occupation. Yes. Plural. Uh, oh, okay. An occupation plural. Did you not hear me? Oh, now no, there's Bobber. Okay, yeah, there you go. No, Sorry. we didn't. What is it? What do you got, Bob? Uh, strippers. There you go. Okay, and okay. So going uh, back to the start uh, with Tim Caramel. Oh, we just have a couple more left. I'm sorry. The the uh, uh, my stupid fingers can't work quick enough. Wait, do we have them all? No, no, no. There's the other one. Okay, Tim Caramel. Uh, first name of a conservative male. First name of a conservative man. Oh okay. How do you how do you spell that? How do you spell that, Tim? <laughs> Is that R R R R R R R R R? We'll have to. I'll, I'll take Alex for a thousand, please. Okay, Alex. There we go. And, uh, all right, so Rain, uh, the first name of a conservative female. Was that to me? 
What? Rain, yeah. Female conservative okay. first name. Um. Anne. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And uh, Joe, article of clothing, plural. Boxers. Okay, very nice. Uh, Bobber, you're going to love this one, buddy. Par part of the body, plural. Balls! <laughs> Balls! Balls! Lizard people ate them. Uh, Wally Walnuts. Yeah, okay, we just got a couple more left here. Uh, Tim, I need the last name of a conservative. I'm sorry there's so many of these. It's a weird one. Ingraham. Ingraham. Ing <laughs> Ingraham. All right, so two more here. Uh, so, Rain, I need an adverb describing an action. On adverbs describing action. Itchy. Itchily. Itchily would be it. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. See you, Ken saves me. That's all right. And uh Joe, you get the last one. Uh another adverb, sir. Cuddly. Cuddly it is. Alright, so here we go. The Mad Libs book I'm using tonight. Newly purchased for a dollar and ninety nine cents at half price books. Primetime Mad Libs, everyone. This <laughs> is all about television. And the first one, actually, we got a two parter for the first two, which is very exciting. And it's viewing tips, I think is what it's called. Yes, uh, viewing tips part one. So here we go. Everybody loves Mitch. <laughs> Tonight we learn what happens to a rancid husband when he forgets it's his anniversary and invites his buddies over to the house for an all-night poker whale shark. Everybody loves Mitch. <laughs> that, that like a knife right fight in an alley. Everybody loves Mitch. <laughs> Bobber, what did you say? I said that sounds about right for him. Yeah, yeah. Poker okay. for whale shark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love this one. Monday Night Spleen Ball. The New York Skeletors play the St. Louis Prince Alberts in a game that will decide who gets the Toasty Bowl. Who get, who <laughs> goes to the Toasty Bowl? <laughs> the New York Lee Skeletors. Mm. You know what? I would be into sports if there were teams like the New York Skeletors versus the St. Louis Prince Alberts. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I could get on board with that. That that sounds painful playing a game. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah. Skeletor, the New York Skeletors, everyone. We will will crush you, you boobs. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, uh, here's the next show you might want to watch. Uh, Sixty Volcanoes investigates the stinky practice of laundering counterfeit Batmobiles through swampy banks. In the Ryan Islands. <laughs> Nothing worse than a counterfeit Batmobile. Uh, Batmobile lost the wheel. The Joker got away. Hey. Um, <laughs> state of the finger speech. The president is scheduled to deliver his nutty address before an ignorant session of Congress. 
telecast from the House of Strippers. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you know, that's actually a headline I could believe in. Yeah, uh, I, I, I hear you. All right, viewing tips part two. Law and Owl. <laughs> the district attorney believes the sentences handed out to two pajamas are bloody. She convinces the treasony judge to change his verdict. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next show up is Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram. Living on a flippy budget, our couple agree to limit spending on anniversary gifts to no more than $84. She keeps her moron and gives him a pair of wooden trouser snakes. He spends a fortune... <laughs> oh, my God. He spends oh my God. a... He spends a fortune. Humiliation porn? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he spends a fortune on a gold prison. <laughs> there you go. I think that's Manafort. In, in that oh. snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here, this one I think is going to be my favorite. Masterpiece Theater. Robinson Santorum, the odd story of a shipwrecked barnacle who befriends a native codpiece on a desert flap dragon. <laughs> wow. we, I think that bears repeating. Masterpiece Theater, Robinson Santorum, the odd story of a shipwrecked barnacle who befriends a native codpiece on a desert flap dragon. <laughs> There we go, everybody. All right, so the cod pieces anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why don't we never hear about cod pieces no more? I threw away my last <laughs> cod piece last week. Uh, mine got. <laughs> the, I got. I got ants in my. I put a piece of cod in mine, and it got so smelly, I had to throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh, That'll happen. But, you know, I mean, that, that's still some... Uh, there's probably still some good meat on that fish, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm, I'm calling myself out on a drop. That is still good meat on that fucking fish, kid. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the last one from uh, Primetime Mad Libs. This one's called Promos. Newspaper critics, uh, newspaper critics agree that Alex and Anne is a comedy penis. Don't say penis in this house. That will knock your boxers off. <laughs> well, all right. That's a big penis. Uh, <laughs> or make a tent out of him. Yeah. Don't say penis in this house. It will tickle your funny flipper. The Washington Jail. <laughs> uh, oh, I like this one. Two balls up, Ebert and Ingram. So, uh, okay. Uh, and the next one is a smart, uh, dick-faced, and idiotic comedy. You not only laugh, but it brings monkeys to your eyes. The New Orleans Times frog. Uh, and the last, the last, uh, uh, review is an itchy, funny half hour yam sack, cuddly acted by smarmy cast of all-star nuggets. The Chicago, the Chicago sun budgie smuggler. There you go, everybody. <laughs> All right. 
So I still th I think the best one out of this was uh, the uh, what was that? That was the uh, Masterpiece Theater Robinson Santorum, the odd story of a shipwrecked barnacle who befriends a native codpiece on a desert flap dragon. Great. <laughs> who doesn't do that every Tuesday? I <laughs> if I wasn't doing Turn Up the Night every Tuesday, that's a that's a I'd be watching. So. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I posted a video of uh, of uh, Sharky driving Joe's car. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. I, I'm gonna have to, is is it is it kind of akin to Tunes's? Oh, I see it. I'm I'm watching it. Oh my yeah. God, Sharky! What are you doing, boy? Oh, he hit <laughs> the curb. He hit the curb. So he's bad at parallel parking. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Oh my goodness! Oh my God! All right, let's go ahead and get <laughs> What was that again? Tim, say it again. You can see you should see when he forgets to open the garage door. Speaking of oh boy, yeah, <laughs> I bet. So, all right, well, uh, what you know, after he smashes into the garage door, he can uh, chew it up. Just trying to get it in smaller pieces. Uh, Anyway, all right, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up the show right now. Great show, everybody. Uh, this has been a real treat, uh, Tim, having you on with us uh, both nights. And I, I sure hope you you and Ron are enjoying your uh, uh, time away from the swamp, heading to yeah, the Commonwealth. the swamp tomorrow, so heading yeah. back to the swamp tomorrow. But you, oh. uh, right now you're enjoying the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And hopefully That's you right. had some Quaker Oats. Named after, uh, well, you know, William Penn. <laughs> I don't know. That's my, like my Pennsylvania fun fact. That's bullshit. And I will have you know that during the show, I was imbibing some delicious Scranton H2O. Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> Filtered well, to purity. Right. <laughs> it's probably stronger than the Bud Light I'm having. So, right. uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's do parting shots tim uh we'll go reverse alphabetical order tonight uh uh as we did with mad libs what's your parting shot sir my parting shot is this thursday look for a message from the president on your cell phone because the uh the uh was it the uh, fcc no they're going to be testing out the new fema is going to be testing out the new Presidential emergency notification the system. The tech now subscriber you are trying to reach is not available. Please leave your right. message after the tone. Thank you. <laughs> so um, my feeling is everybody, um, when you get that message on your phone, you should immediately contact the FCC and complain that you're receiving messages, unsolicited messages from a Russian asset on your phone. Oh, there <laughs> oh, you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But I'll be back before too long. You gotta wait for the beep. You gotta leave your name. You gotta leave your number. Wait for the beep. An anomalous, really an anomalous. <laughs> can't do it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. That that's interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, anything else, Tim? Uh, uh, what What do you have going on for the show this uh, Sunday? Well, you didn't clip out uh, Michael Avenatti. I think you're a hypocrite. Right. So I have to send you that. <laughs> nice. Nice. 
You know, I also forgot to clip him out saying, you know, you, you seem pretty ignorant. Why do you even have a show or whatever he said? There. <laughs> yeah, right. I needed that. That, that would yeah. be a good, a good promo for my show. Yeah, we're going to we're going to be uh, we're going to be uh, talking about some stuff. We'll probably talk about better work on uh, on uh, Colbert, Stephen Colbert. That was a great interview. If you didn't see it, go watch it online. He rocked it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about Polly Walnuts. We'll talk about a lot of stuff. So, oh, I love and, the fact that that Cruz ran ads on Colbert's show on the episode that oh, Beta was on. Oh, yes, and Stephen Colbert mentioned it and shouted it and uh, criticized him for it. <laughs> oh, oh, spoilers, spoilers! But yeah, uh, I'm sure you guys all have fun with nobody's, it. Nobody's nobody or the first people in line to watch this interview are Cruz's campaign staff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So, well, I'm looking forward to the show on Sunday and, of course, uh, to next Tuesday after Turn Up the Night. Um, all right. Thanks all right, for letting me join you guys this week. It's been fun. Oh, it was really fun. This is a real treat. I got to say, I, this this felt, this felt week felt like a real party on Turn Up the Night, so I appreciate and, well, it. You know, I, I hold my mixer and mics and all this crap up here with me, so I figured we might as well use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right. Well, thank you so much, Tim. I appreciate it very much. And uh, again, real, real honor and, and pleasure to have you there. And uh, give my best to Ron and uh, Rain. Uh, and, and, oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Tim? I said Ron's waving back. <laughs> all right. Very good. Very good. And in uh, Rain, uh, brand new house for you. New to you. Uh wow! It's been it, it's been a couple weeks for you guys. It's been a t- you know, it's tough moving. It, oh God damn it! It is tough. It's a lot tougher, you know, when we're fifty and fifty plus. It's it's been harsh. Well, yeah, and well, we we had a conversation. Yeah, you you were like, this would have been so much easier ten years ago, and I was like, there were so many things that would be easier ten years ago. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> God, it would have been. Yeah. But yeah, we're here in the new place. The new neighborhood is awesome. Um, yeah, we're here. We're settling in. Anything else you want to add? Hello to Ron. I want to send big hugs, hugs to Ron. <laughs> I, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait, wait to meet Ron and Tim in person. It's going to be great. But yeah, we're here. And um, th- there's just one thing. It's Okay. There's two things. Okay, there might be three things. All right, we'll be very quick. (laughs) (laughs) Manafort flipped. Yeah. Flipper. Mana flip. Mana flip. Pence is begging to talk to Mueller. And Mueller is like, dude, no, I don't need you. Right. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) To me, that's a really big deal. And three, uh, Bob and I survived the move. But mostly, two, Pence really wants to talk to Manafort. Yeah. And... uh, Put that out there. (laughs) Because, you know, Manafort's the one who told Javanka and Trump, you should totally pick Pence as your vice president. Yeah, I, I love it. You, you know, Manafort's basically saying, "I don't want to talk to you no more." Yeah, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Manafort wanted Pence to be the VP. 
Mana flip. Okay, I'm done. I'm out. Mana fucked. Uh, yes. Joe. <laughs> Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Uh, well, uh, reserve this date, September 17th at 9 p.m. And, and SpaceX will be uh, announcing the name of the person, the first private person, to be booked on a flight around the moon. Is his oh, name Donald Trump? <laughs> going to go with Mike Pence. <laughs> it's, the, it's so far there. Uh, yeah. So far the name is Nominus. You'll find out on September 17th. I hear that that, uh, that craft is going to be uh, uh, fueled by hot air. So. <laughs> it takes Donnie. It's going to be a lot of hot air. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Sharp powered. Shark. <laughs> Clear the runway. <laughs> Clear the runway. Clear the runway. Instead of field, it uses Happy Meals. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, that produces methane. So. Yeah. They'll deliver them with the uh, little delivery system they have. Sure. Well, we all know the delivery system they have, and we all love that very much. Let's have a shot. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> so, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> All right, what else you got, Joe? That's it. <laughs> All right, Bobber, you get the final say on tonight's program. And uh, great to have you back, brother. Uh, and congrats on the house. Uh, I know it has to be exciting. But yeah, again, this- exhausting and daunting living among boxes and stuff. But it's gonna be it's gonna be home. I think you're caught up now. Go yeah, ahead. I, I don't know if you if you're getting any of this because because it's really breaking up now. You're doing you good. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah, two things. First, um, you know, for you know, we've been talking about our move, but um, really, am I breaking up again? All right. Okay. So, any any big change in your life, you know, and any new adventure, you know, can sometimes uh, be preceded with something that's painful and difficult, mm, <laughs> like yeah. moving a bunch of shit. <laughs> um, so that's just something to keep in mind. If, if when things look dark, it, it might just be a transition to something better. Um, and oh, that's. Man. Probably some some good words for the people of uh, North and South Carolina as Hurricane Florence moves in. You know they're they're going to have a rough time down there, and and I hope you know I hope they they don't have uh, too many problems. But uh, you know they'll get a first hand look at uh, who they elected and 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 what uh, what kind of job he does. Yeah. Yes. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Uh, anything else, Bobber? Uh, that's it. I'm 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 tired. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Understood. Uh, so, week. all right. Kenny, well, Kenny, can I just add that uh, Joe yeah. was just checking find my iPhone, and um, I think Sharky's going down uh, <laughs> Harris <laughs> Drive because <laughs> the dot keeps moving. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's big. That's big. Bye. Wow. <laughs> That's a uh, sharky. What the hell, man? That's a real <laughs> disappointment. <laughs>
Uh, but anyway, uh, no, seriously, great show tonight, everybody. Uh, thank you so much, uh, everybody, for tuning in, and thank the the four of you for being uh, a, a great crew. Uh, Tim, what a pleasure to have you uh, both nights. And, uh, of course, uh, check out Mike Check Radio tomorrow, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. I'll be on uh, there, as well as uh, Miles, Michelle, Adam, and John. Check out all the other fine programs here on Indie Media Weekly, Radio for Humans. And we might have a few surprises coming for you down the road. Uh, but for right now, guess what? The house is all mine. The cats are fed. And I got a garage that I'm going to go uh, lay down in the middle of the pad and just be have fun. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> Just gonna go happy lay down Friday. on the cement pad. Yeah, happy Friday, everybody. Uh, drink your face off, and uh, <laughs> and a Ford flipped. Yeah, not a Ford flipped. And Polly walnuts. And if you're in the hurricane path, stay safe. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. So, and that's what Trump should have said like fucking four days, five days ago. Uh, and said, no, it's about me, 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 me. Fucking asshole. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's all we got. Uh, we love you all. We'll see you next time. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> There's two types of people. People that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I and wasn't anom- looking at porn. And anomalous, really an anomalous.